0: My dad told you boys, no TV during the school year! <laughs>
1: to another episode of the GeekScape Games Podcast. This is level 187. Derek isn't here, so let's make fun of him for 90 minutes. The special Freedom Edition. That's right. We are back. We are back with another episode of the GeekScape Games Podcast, the number one video game podcast on the GeekScape.net work. I am your Ted Shed Nationalist, uh, Colonel Sanders cosplayer Shane O'Hare, and I am joined with some lovely guests. I've got Carlos from Angry Bananas. Yo, what's up, everybody? I've got Joshua Jackson. Hey guys, what's going on? And making his Geekscape Games debut, we got...
2: We got London on the track.
1: We got Jonathan London, our, uh, an indie comic book writer, <laughs> indie movie director, um, and um, all-around good guy on the Geekscape Games podcast. Welcome!
0: You don't know the things that I've done. <laughs> you, you can't say I'm an all-around good guy. You don't know what I've done. Juan I've met Carlos. the cock shark. Juan <laughs> Carlos. Sprank, remember at ha- hu- Comic-Con when Juan Carlos, our former video game writer, and I think former guest on the show at times during the earlier iteration, he left his cologne at Comic-Con. So for, and, he, and he left like on day two. So for the next two, three days of Comic-Con, we would just walk. By each other and whoever had the uh, cologne would just spray it on whoever's near them <laughs> and go Juan Carlos. It was like playing that game Assassin <laughs> you just walk by the other person, and you spray them with cologne, Juan Carlos, and now you smell like Juan Carlos. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was um, a tribute to him. I would like tribute. to think it, it was just a tribute. Um, I miss Comic Con. Comic Con is is it coming back this November? I've heard rumblings.
0: They have a yeah, they have a special edition that's supposedly going to be the Thanksgiving weekend. Which I I don't know if that uh, the the challenge there is it's a it's Thanksgiving weekend and it's a mini con. Um, I'd be interested in going. I don't think I'd be interested in exhibiting like we've been doing over the summers. Um, But then a week later, we have LA Comic Con here in Los Angeles. And that sounds like a full enchilada LA Comic Con with all the bells and whistles. They have like Zach Levi and a bunch of uh, pretty big name guests. I think possibly Frank Miller and different people like that coming uh, to be guests. So that seems like the Comic Con, if you want to, have a comic con squeezed into twenty twenty one with celebrities and things. It sounds like LA Comic Con is the one to go to.
1: Let's let's go. I'm buying a ticket. Be let's down- go.
0: I have bad news for you though, Shane. What? You may know this already. Uh, the roast beef place is gone at LA. LA. What?
1: Lowry's.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Lowry's roast beef place has been gone for like two years, yeah. and I don't. I haven't found an equivalent in downtown. But downtown's starting to get populated with some cool stuff. So I think. It'll take some exploration but um brother you're always welcome
2: in LA you can stay with Carlos.
1: I can do that. Oh, yes. <laughs> if you
2: want to if you want to hear fireworks from here until December definitely. <laughs> do, I live, yeah. I li- Those aren't fireworks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I live across the street from a rifle range so I hear fireworks 24/7. Oh cool. Yeah, nah, but for real, Shane, you're always welcome uh, at my place. Yeah. My brother. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to my sister's house because she's going to make me move or do some like heavy lifting or labor inevitably. Oh, so. I thought
0: you meant move to Los Angeles. Oh, your, no. Your sister an and apartment. I met. Yeah, your sister and I met about you moving to Los Angeles. Um and uh, we we were getting close. I, I would like to think that you were thinking about moving to Los Angeles.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was think I was thinking about it, but uh, um, you know, life comes at you fast, and uh, uh, things are going good for me up here. So is this yeah. like
2: a Lightning McQueen quote you just did right now? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I, what's going on, dude? <laughs> I thought I was channeling
1: uh um Corey in the house, uh, oh, or that's a okay, so right. Raven. But yo, oh, cool. did you guys hear about the Corey? Uh, that's a Raven Corey actor. He got no, a fel- he, he got a felony indictment charge for um, uh, inappropriate uh, communications with a minor.
3: Oh, <laughs> I thought that was the Drake and Josh guy. Unless they have, unless no, that's twice. both of them. Both oh, of them. Oh really? shit! <laughs> <Yeah>. Damn, <laughs>
1: When's he running for Congress. <laughs> I mean, he was in the White House. Corey in the house. You don't. You're not a Disney channel.
0: Yeah, I got. Think I got about ten years on you guys. Right? Like when mm-hmm. I was starting Geekscape, I was, or Geek Drone before Geekscape, I was in my, I was like 25, 26. And Shane, you were finishing up high school, weren't you?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I've
0: got roughly eight to 10 years on you. So yeah. that was not my era of Nickelodeon. Gotcha. I think.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You were more in the adventures of Pete and Pete, I would think.
0: Not even. Not even. Oh, really? Damn. Yeah. I'm old. I'm Damn. old. Oh, to man. To be fair, the, though, I think I was... I'm
3: watching Cartoon Network and Disney Channel more now than I was when it was age appropriate. <laughs> so. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, I've been watching a lot of cartoons and uh I find myself with like these fifteen minute windows and that's kind of where my video game's been living as well. My video gaming's been living in like these fifteen minute windows, which is why I'm stuck in the hell that is Miitopia and not able to like finally just finish things, uh actual full fledged video games. Um but uh, that's that's allowed me to watch some cartoon snippets here and there, and I've been what, enjoying it.
1: What's your go-to cartoon right now? What's your go-to happy, happy snippet? Oh, just like
0: Rick and Morty and things like that. Uh, you know, that's been right. fun. Yeah, Fair I'm enough. super late to a lot of those trains. I'm late to those parties.
2: Actually, I think you're... you're
0: <laughs> But I've been running a train. I'm running yeah, a train on a couple. I'm running a, I'm running a train on a couple cartoons, like okay. Rick and Morty, and I think I'm gonna go to BoJack. You know, and
3: Bojack. run a train over there.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: hey, did I you think on a Rick good spot. And Morty pop up they did a few weeks ago. They turned like no. a whole Wendy's into. They called it Morty's, and they turned it into. It was almost like a theme park attraction.
2: Yeah, but it was like one answer. Wendy's
3: in like Panorama City.
2: And the you... line was like two hours. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty bad. So Panorama
0: City, the story about Panorama City is that my brother Paul took me to a mall in Panorama City. And I was like, he was insistent that we go to this like rundown mall by the 405 in Panorama City. And he's like, just trust me. And the closer (laughs) we got to this rundown Sears in Panorama City, just off the 405, you know, it's across the 405 from like the Van Nuys Airport. It starts to get a little shady there in Panorama City in this mall like a lot of malls is run down and it's the mall that time forgot so we go to this mall and it's got it's got like a you know one of those department stores that don't really exist anymore like a kohl's it's like attached to it it's got like, like a two a stories or Le- Le Yeah, just like one of these real like old school department stores and Paul's like trust me and I'm like, dude, what is happening? Why am I walking in this department store attached to a failing mall?
4: He's, he's, he set, goes, he's setting you he up goes, to get
0: jumped. No, he goes. Let's go to the uh, second floor. Um, and I was like, all right, let's go to the second floor. And he's like, trust me. Just now, we have to go to the little woman who like, v- like runs a store in. Uh, you know, like like, there's always like a place in some of those that have like they sell like nachos and pizzas and stuff like that. Like in uh, the department okay, store yeah, at the top, yeah. they have like this place that has like like ices and gross pizza and nachos or like they with the radioactive cheese and, and that stuff. And it's just like in the corner of like a Kmart or something like that. And he's like, trust me, trust me. You got to go. You got to just we got to go get nachos or pizza or something like that. And I was like, uh, OK, so we sit down and he's like, OK, now turn around. There is a giant shrine to Martin Cove, the leader of Cobra Kai from Karate Kid. (laughs) There is a shrine in this random panorama city like Kohl's or Kmart. Second story, this Asian woman who ran the place, she had this story about how she used to do, she or her husband, I think her husband used to do catering on sets during the 80s. And she catered I think on Rambo three, like the one where he goes to the Middle East, maybe Rambo two, where he goes back to Vietnam and gets some. Uh, And, you know, she had these set pictures of Martin Cove from like Rambo two, which is the first Rambo, right? Um, Because the other one obviously is first blood. So it was just like, it had karate kid pictures and like signatures from Martin Cove and like all this stuff. And I was like, And then, and then Chuck Norris stuff. And I was like, what's the story on the Martin Cove shrine? And she said that her late husband would cater on these sets and was being trained in karate by Chuck Norris because, and she's an old, she was old and this dude was supposedly old. He dead. And so supposedly (laughs) Chuck Norris had a, a brother who was training him who went to Vietnam and was killed So Chuck Norris took over trading him in karate and they were so close that they started like catering Chuck Norris movies like on set catering and then they moved on to like the Martin Cove stuff and Martin Cove was like still had the best. He was like he wrote some signature like, babe, you still got the best pizza anywhere. (laughs) i had the pizza <laughs> it the was pizza pretty... was bad it was been terrible <laughs> but, but you know what? it was it, wor- it was so worth the trip to panorama city to see that some random martin cove shrine was set up in like the second story of a coles attached to a vault in panorama city and that's my panorama city story i hope you enjoyed it thank you that's is there any that's other so like, random. Att- attractions to panorama city no Maybe some chick- <laughs> maybe some chicken fighting. I don't know
2: why. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree with him on that one.
1: So it's like it sounds like El Cajon kind of kind of vibes. Uh, p- people have started to buy houses
0: mm-hmm. in Panorama City because you know you can still get real estate there in Los Angeles where real estate is skyrocketed. But um, so I think Panorama City is getting gentrified. But if they bulldoze that mall and destroy that Martin Cove Shrine in a Kmart, I'll be so upset. We we
1: need to make uh, when we go down for la comic-con we need to make a pilgrimage, pilgrimage? oh yeah. hell yeah
2: i'll do it hell yeah then, <laughs> <why is> she... <laughs> do you know she's still serving that pizza i don't even know if she's alive <laughs> she probably still is i i, <laughs> I don't know i'm, I'm
3: bet I'm, be, I'm betting i'm betting my money on it Yo, she sorry. was
2: like low paneled
3: <laughs> oh my god <laughs> hey. dang, well, i don't know man right. that, that nuclear cheese has a way of preserving people yeah, yeah. okay
0: Th- we've discussed this on the main geekscape show but when you talk about nuclear cheese is there anything hotter then the bagel bite if you have not waited the 2 minutes that's required after taking it out of the microwave
1: oh yes bagel bites are are mm-hmm. just it's acid with how hot it is it'll burn it'll burn you down in the bone it will melt your face from the inside out if you, you no know, who i
0: mean every kid did that made that mistake at least once where you were um, like i don't need to wait 2 minutes for a bagel bite to cool off I'm eating it fresh from the microwave. I can't wait. And maybe I only have 30 minutes from school. I don't know. Whatever the rush is, you shove that bagel bite in your mouth and you, you only made right. that mistake once. Because <laughs> your mouth was done for the next couple of days.
1: There's there, there's something like disgustingly nostalgic about like a chewy pizza out of the microwave. Like like I was, I, I don't know if I was sick or something, but I wanted some comfort food. So I got Tostino's individual pizzas and I microwaved them. And it's just like, it's like eating rubber and like fake classic <laughs> cheese. But something about it, it was just like, oh, I had Call of Duty points on, on the box. That's why.
0: <laughs> I, I hear what you're saying. And even though you have a rotating microwave and it's supposed to cook everything evenly, there's always that one portion. That's
2: that the, middle.
0: Yeah, there's always that one portion where you're just you're like, okay, this has the consistency of a normal pizza. And then you chip a tooth on the fucking it, brick it, in the middle. And you're like, is. oh.
1: <laughs> pepperoni ice cubes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. but Worse. there's
0: one part that's magma hot, another part that's completely cold, like a polar bear's dong, and then there's a part in the middle that is a brick.
1: So let's work on that formula, okay, kids? Yeah, let's get let's get started. Let's let's forget about climate change, let's fix the microwaves
4: <laughs>
2: so we can super important. We so gotta we... have snacks at room temperature. Okay? So we can <laughs> this is why the generation's all messed yeah. up,
1: man. Yeah. yeah. So climate change, who cares? All right, yeah. we need our Generation welfare of... pizza. Confirmed. Mm-hmm. All right, boys. Jonathan. So this is this is technically your first official um, guest host of this show. The last time you were on it, you were yelling at us from your bed in San Diego Comic Con two two or three years ago. <laughs> we were recording it, and you're I in the remember back, it well in the background yelling at me. At and I've all... already
0: I've already derailed the episode with like a you know the same way I do on a Geekscape <laughs> flagship show. So. We're ready, baby. Let's,
1: let's so we do video games. We do video game news. Let's hear what you've been playing. Um, we, I've seen yeah. some snippets, seen some some texts. Um, I want to get the full. I want to get the full load, the full London load. So let's hear. Okay. What have you been playing? It's too much.
2: It's too much of a load. Can handle it.
0: I'm about halfway through the original Last of Us, which has been like, yeah, I know it's old school. Um, I have reasons for playing Last of Us finally um i have other games that i've picked up that uh i have a buddy who works for insomniac and sony now now that sony owns them sony will do this thing once a year usually in november december where they'll sell their employees games for like 15 10 bucks and i'll get a text usually in november that's like hey what do you want this year and i'll buy like three or four games that will then continue to not be played (laughs) for the next two three years and i'm really excited to play these games and um and, you know, I'll power through The Last of Us 1 and 2.
1: But- I still have a Metroid Prime 3 on the Wii in the shrink wrap. So I'm right there with you. Haven't even opened it. Why don't don't you open play it? it. Why don't you play it when we ultimately get a Metroid Prime 4? Yeah,
0: Which was <laughs> I, I, not announced at E3. And it was my major sticking point with Nintendo at E3 that we do not get a 3D...
1: Well, Metroid, uh, uh, you, well, no, they said we'll that they're still that. working on it. They're like, hey, we're working on and, it. And, and Josh did a great
0: job of talking me off the ledge in that it's a second, uh, separate studio that's still working concurrently with them. But I want it. I want it now. But uh, yeah, knowing that I am just playing video games and little. Pockets. Uh I'm still addicted to MiTopia. Hey, is tight. Yeah, it's fun. You put your friends' faces on all these little me's, and then you go through a really simplified RPG that is redundant and has a very, very easy progression system and it's repetitive as hell. But it's so satisfying when you see Shane like who is a scientist in the game, cook up a formula and then spray it on a bad guy from a um Juan Carlos. What are you doing? Uh, no, <laughs> I it, it, it's not even a cologne spray. Um you can get different weapons for your little metopias as you progress and level up and the weapons are you know increasing levels of damage. It's a it, it is the easiest progression RPG I've ever played. Um and uh I have you with a baby bottle as your weapon. <laughs> so you're like spraying acid from a baby bottle on people uh and that is your and you also you can like cook things up for for like my character who's like just a standard fighter warrior character and uh, so you can like spray something on my sword and i'll it'll like light up in flames or shoot late like lightning and stuff so you you, now, you enhance now, the other people in the party with your science
1: oh no that's that's that hey that that was like me at comic cons of past i would just have a bunch of mixed cocktails and mm-hmm. enhance the party with my science but the game is not good oh. <laughs> the, the, the game is
0: let, let's listen as much as it's been the only game i've played for the last month it's not good it's not a good game it is basically a mobile
1: game isn't it an upgrade of that street pass game basically it's basically a Street Pass game.
0: Cause um, wasn't there, wasn't
1: there one where you could get uh, your Street Pass friends as warriors, and it was like that?
3: Okay, uh, so find me. I think it was. Yeah. So yeah. take
1: that game, remove
0: the connectivity with any human beings. There's okay. no online stuff here, other than just like pulling me's off of other friends' devices. But like, who makes who made a me for the Switch? You if you have a me on your Switch, it's because you pulled it off the Wii U. Because that thing didn't integrate to your 3DS, which is where Miitopia originated. It was a 3DS game, and it was thin on the 3DS. You know what they added when they took the 3DS version of the game and put it on the Switch? You can put a horse in your party. (laughs) I got a horse. (laughs) I added a horse to my party. So now when I'm running along the, the levels, maybe I'm riding a horse. Maybe it's trotting behind me. This game is super thin. I was pretty excited to defeat the Dark Lord in the game and uh, and just move on to something, I don't know, of substance. And then as soon as I beat him, his little face peeled off, floated around, and then went into somebody else's body. And I realized this game will not end. He's just <laughs> going to keep body swapping. And the, I just have to keep killing people. And this, I don't know. I'll let you all know when the game will end i'll let you know when i'm finished with the game it may be when i'm finished with the switch
1: okay fair so oh so i um so <laughs> this would be not a, good not check out then okay
0: so i'm gonna age i've already aged myself on this episode so i'm not gonna be shy my very first rpg of all time was dragon warrior on the nes which was like the first dragon quest game i love that game so much the, every time I see the blue slime like plushies or any of the stuff that's come out of the Dragon Quest series, it, it has a soft spot. I've never played another Dragon Quest game since that first Dragon Warrior on the <laughs> NES, but it, ha- it has that place in my heart as being the first RPG. Miitopia is thinner and worse than that first basic RPG. Oh. Uh, Dragon Warrior had more depth than this. Uh, I guess my second RPG was Fantasy Star one and two All which right. I was like oh All cool right. there's a cat that can bounce behind you and I like that there you can have a like a lambada train through the <laughs> levels right and those first master system fantasy stars you weren't just having one character but you had like three or four everybody in your party you could see walking around the, the overworld map but
1: um now does this this, does game this game is not good does it have an overworld like what's cuz that yeah. old street pass game you basically just went from fight to fight to fight and you had to like okay this character like yeah, your this. street when you would street pass it would if the no, shirt you're, you're was not, red
0: you're not free roaming an overworld you're uh going link to link and that whenever you defeat a like a quote unquote level it branches out to other potential levels um no this this game isn't good <laughs> <Okay>. this <laughs> this right. game is shovelware that jonathan purchased because he downloaded a demo he could put his friends in it in ridiculous situations. We're right. we've been riding around on a white dragon for the last two weeks, which is so am cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, it, the game. Listen, I'll, the positive about this game is that it has a sense of humor. It is starting to wear out. Mm.
2: <laughs> all right. Yeah. I mean, if did you like, ever Carl, need a palate cleanser, um, did, y'all,
0: did y'all play this on the 3ds at any point? I, or yeah, I, I y'all played the much? 3ds no. version.
2: I, I, I played the 3ds version, and but I played the Miitopia demo uh, when it was on the Switch. Yeah, and I got bored after maybe like two hours in. I was like, okay, this this was just like a port. This wasn't thought of. It was out. very much a port, it's very and,
0: bare bones. Yeah, and Jonathan very much fell for the port. Not and bought, worth the, the sixty
2: dollar price that, that it was going for. So I yeah, say this I, game minimum I paid fifty. I paid fifty. Okay, I'd say minimum this game is worth ten or fifteen bucks. Yeah, I mean wrong.
3: it was already overpriced with on the three DS like four years ago. So. I agree yeah. with you. I agree yeah. with you on all those yeah.
0: points. But I think the ultimate cost to me is that one day I'll be on my deathbed and I'll be like, how did I spend my life? And I'm just going to like <laughs> remember that Shane sprayed a bunch of bad guys with a fucking baby bottle and be like, yep, I wasted
2: it. Yeah, uh, well. have, you, have you thought of of possibly picking up the new Dragon Quest game on the Switch? Because so, you can actually play that on well, Retro Mode. You know that, right? I was going to say, too, the you the demo. Um... talked about it. Yeah. In the, in like, you
0: talked about it last time you were on the show. You talked about mm-hmm. the Dragon. I'll tell you why I did not do the Monster Hunter game because you talked about it and it sounded like you were describing heroin to me. Yeah. And I was like, this game will end me. I will do nothing. The productivity will disappear. That, <laughs> that game, that new monster hunter game sounds incredible.
2: It's really mm-hmm. fun. I, I've actually, I've clocked in 200 hours so far, which ah. is
0: what I did. I, I mean, that's basically yeah. what I did in breath of the wild. And I, with the mm-hmm. DLC and everything. And I, I did everything but the Koroks in Breath of the Wild, and then I went and I did Age of Calamity and everything in Age of Calamity. Like, I'm an addict when I'm an addict. Yeah. So I think that I'm okay playing basically a phone game on my Switch. Okay. <laughs> but damn, <laughs> you made Monster Hunter sound so good, dude. Yeah, it's really fine yeah. now, and and, then, and it's MMO, right? Like I'd be playing it with you all.
2: Yeah, like you you play online with 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 people that you're connected with and stuff. That's it's so like, cool. Um, That's Josh, so you had something cool. you wanted to say? I'm sorry.
3: I just wanted to bring up that uh, Dragon Quest has a demo on switch and it's the first like 13 hours of the game or something mm-hmm. so there you go so. you don't have to spend anything you can play a demo
0: and that's dragon quest yeah mm, yeah yes. bringing me the back to my roots mm-hmm. get it get it and Do they, they
2: have they have a retro mode meaning you can play the game on non-3d and they'll go to the basic uh 8-bit kind of it's 32-bit to be honest yeah. like snes version of 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 that new Dragon Quest game, which is pretty cool. That. You can go back and forth. You can you can decide whether you're, you're like, oh I'm kind of bored of playing old school, flat, you know, 32 pixel kind of stuff. You can switch it you could immediately switch it to you know open world like crazy, very beautiful game. But Josh mm-hmm. is right, you can download the demo 13, 13 hours of the game is is pretty solid to see like where you want to stay at or not. And it's a demo. So yeah. You,
4: know,
2: you save money. I'll do that. And I yeah. think that I, I just
0: love that people are like oh pixel art's coming back I think pixel art has constantly been something that I think pixel yeah. art came back about 10-15 years ago and it's yeah. just kind of been a standard style that's been popular I mean yeah. I think phones maybe brought back pixel art to stay because it's a pretty standard place for phones to live phone games to live because of the you know because it's not memory intensive to make pixel art games but I love those that pixel art stuff it's cool
4: yep yeah.
2: I I,
1: there was there was a a um uh, I can never I can never remember his last name but a Geekscape alum Whitney oh what's yeah, his last name Seibold Whitney Seibold he tweeted something today about basically like hey do you remember the weird hipster fetish that was bacon in like two thousand nine two thousand ten and I wow. vividly remember like writing like one of my first articles on Geekscape was me bitching about think geek and all the pixel art and all the bacon and all that <laughs> yeah. like like milk toast like banal generic stuff In um, 2010 was also
0: when we were up in Seattle for uh ZombieCon. Yeah. Geekscape produced and promoted ZombieCon and um there's a place that I have not been to since in Seattle, that is still the best bacon, and um, you know what?
1: Oh, I remember that bacon's I'm always your, been a thing. He Jonathan's always, my best friend.
0: Jonathan's my best friend. That's, that's I'm pretty I excited came about from. Geekscape stuff, guys. Like yeah. we're doing a blood drive for our friend Chris Ellis who died last month, and uh, Geekscape's just I'm I'm so busy with it, with having so much fun that I'm just guys. I love that this show came back. I love that we're doing episode 187 because without and we're doing it without Derek because
4: what is the writer guy fu- what's, funny, die,
0: what's funny is I always see like uh like 187 I think is part of one of Derek's passwords that he set up for something in Geekscape but you know Derek <laughs> De- Derek's IDs are always like Captain K17 ah uh, it's always yeah, like his yeah, online ID and I always make it like one eight seven, but I, you know, maybe I'm making stuff up because I think I'm really just recollecting that um, John Cusack, Samuel Jackson movie one eight seven.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: you you brought up Zombiecon, and that reminded me there was um uh there was a documentary I saw about a month ago on that uh, vigilante Phoenix Jones, and I'm sitting there, yeah, and I'm what it was from Jay Aubrey on YouTube, and I'm watching it. And I sent Jonathan a screenshot like, "Yo, do you remember this guy?" And he was like, "Yeah, I do." And not not like thirty seconds later, a clip of an interview that Jonathan did that I filmed with Phoenix Jones ended up in this documentary. And I was just like, "What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, damn!" And not only that, because I'm still friends with El Caballero the day he was
3: really one of the
0: yeah. I'm still friends with the guy. I haven't talked to him in a while, but I mean, we're Facebook friends, but. Uh, The funniest moment from that weekend with Phoenix Jones, who is listeners, he is or was a wannabe vigilante superhero in Seattle who at ZombieCon, we had him up because that was in Seattle and he's like a local celeb there. He was and maybe still is like he was a nice guy and he would just go around his neighborhood and try and like stop crime. But he told a funny story on this panel that I was moderating at the convention where he's like oh, just if you want to build a net gun that you're shooting after crooks, just make sure that the net shoots out fast than you can run or else you're going to run into your own net and you're going to have to explain it to the police when they come and cut you out of your own net. And, <laughs> and he was hilarious. And I just basically spent the panel dunking on him like playfully. And he came and he picked me up and pretended to body slam me. And I was like, no, no. And it was a lot of fun. So oh, yeah, we had a little kayfabe there. My boy. Uh, Phoenix Jones and I, and, and he was a yeah. good dude. Yeah, I don't he, have to watch that documentary, man.
1: I mean, spoiler alert: he got arrested for selling drugs. So okay, not a good <laughs> dude. Not a good dude.
0: I, I, he, did, did, he, did he? Maybe that's why he caught himself in his own freaking neck gun. Yeah, True, he's man. like, well, I caught the crook.
2: It was me. Um, Coke is a kryptonite. So who knows? Yeah. What?
1: yeah absolutely uh so is that is that the only thing you've been playing is there anything on your radar john that you want to get into besides that 13 hour demo that you now have a mandatory like well, yeah, homework i
0: mean I, i've got that i've got that samurai game sitting on my i've got the ghosts of I, not even trying, Tsushima. i've got ghosts of shishima which i'm seeing now we're going to talk about because it's getting a director's cut for the ps4 and ps5 like i haven't even cracked that thing open for the ps4 yet and i just love these games but um I'll get to a point where I can just like, I, I had a pretty good run. I was really clipping through last of us, uh, before I got busy and, uh, and I'll get back to it. I'll have fun. The, the games I'm looking forward to that. I'm like, Jonathan, you got to clear your schedule. Like obviously breath of the wild too. Like I have to, whatever, whatever I'm working on when breath of the wild two comes out, that is over. And it <laughs> will always be breath of the wild two for the next two, three months until uh, I complete that game to its fullest. Um, but no, honestly, all my video games is listening to this show every two weeks. Oh, and, good. And I, yeah, this is this and Gate, uh, Xbox Game Passengers is like that is my diet of video gaming is listening to y'all.
4: Oh, well, right on. For well, about thank
0: you. Ten minutes a night, I I play Simetopia. <laughs> <I place> <laughs> it is the best way to fall asleep because I'm like, and I don't need to stay awake for this anymore. This I is know. nonsense.
1: Well, Josh, uh, what have you been playing? What's your what's your go-to? What's your heroine?
3: Uh just way too much lately. Um, I'll try to speed through it, but um, we I got time, the... baby.
1: We got time. Derek's not here to like tell us to like
3: <laughs> like shut up. So mommy's not here. <laughs> yeah. All right, it's free free reign now. Cool. All right, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just finished Resident Evil Village today, which it sucks. Derek's not here because I know he was talking about it a few shows ago, and I. I'm so mad at myself because I believed what they said on the title screen when they said, put it on hardcore difficulty if you're a resident evil veteran, but that shit was not for resident evil veterans. It was just masochistic and terrible. (laughs) And it pretty much it almost ruined my experience, but I powered through it. And (laughs) uh, after I think three hours on just the last boss alone, I finally just got it over with today, (laughs) this morning and I was very happy to then throw it on easy with infinite ammo and just massacre everybody and get through a half the game in an hour after that. But damn, and you know why Derek's not here, right? Because of,
0: because of the heat wave that's going through the Pacific Northwest. He recorded the last Xbox game passengers in his underwear because it was so overheated. He's worried about power outages. He was, I asked him to be on the Geekscape main show this week. And he's like, I don't think that's a good idea, man. The heat wave is causing us to overcrank the, uh, Air conditioner. We can have a power outage at any time. I actually recorded Xbox Game Passers this week in my underwear. Hell yeah! Like that. That incentivizes me to have you on the show more. Was there video? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, on the main show, there's video, and I would have had him in his underwear and ask him to put on tassels. (laughs)
1: <laughs> One tassel on the you know the special spot.
0: I'm wearing tassels yeah. under my t
1: shirt right now. There you go. Um I, I question for um I bought a I bought a two pack of Resident Evil seven and Resident Evil eight on Steam. Mm-hmm. You can get both of them for like 70 bucks. Um when I hear that uh <clears throat> oh, this is this difficulty is for Resident Evil veterans only, I feel like Because this is a completely like first person shooter, like kind of from all the footage I've seen of it and I haven't played seven, but it feels kind of like a combination of, um, dishonored and PT. Is that kind of like an accurate, inaccurate statement? So it's not really like resident evil veterans would be playing on that difficulty.
3: Yeah, I, that's, that's kind of fair. Like what they were trying to do is kind of blend PT with, uh, some of the, uh, design philosophies of the original three, I think. So it's a lot it's more about kind of exploring a smaller enclosed space with a lot of different like puzzles and barriers and trying to figure out ways to kind of make really slow, steady progress while at the same time trying to conserve your weapons and ammo for the enemies that pop up and that kind of stuff. So it's like, and I was talking about this with Megan cause she was like, you know, what is it that you don't like about these new ones? Cause I, I like seven and eight, but not as much as some of the older ones. And mm-hmm. I really had to put some thought into it because I couldn't put my finger on it. But I think the old ones really, and something that the new ones are missing, is that the old ones really felt almost like a puzzle game in a way where they really rewarded you and gave you a lot of different ways to completely avoid combat, which I think is where the survival really came into play with the survival horror. Because I remember being able to get to the point where in Resident Evil 1, Resident Evil Code Veronica, I could like get through the whole game without killing anything because I knew how to manipulate the AI, manipulate the zombies, well enough to where I could completely avoid combat. And so when I would get to the bosses, I would have this whole like armory full of ammo that I was able to save. And then with the new ones, they have the they have that aspect where it's like fewer enemies and less um less combat focused and a a deeper sense of isolation like the old ones. But there's just so many situations where they still force you into combat. So you don't really ever feel like you're in a position where you can outsmart the enemies. It's always just going to end up coming down to how many bullets do you have? Like how, how great is your accuracy and how many health items have you stocked up? And that's not really as fun to me. And to be fair, like the second half of eight, there's this one area in particular that felt a lot like the older games, but in the first half of the game, I feel like there's a lot of spaces where everything's just so tightened and closed where you can't avoid combat and to me there's not to me that's not really fun especially on the harder difficulty like i said i think i kind of ruined the experience for myself but (laughs) um like quote unquote old school resident evil was more about figuring out ways to avoid combat whereas i swear especially the later bosses in the game or not even bosses some of the regular enemies they would take like 15 20 bullets to kill um the bosses one of the bosses in particular like in the middle of the game i think i had stored up like 75 handgun bullets, like <laughs> f- three three or four grenades, like 10 sniper bullets, like 30 shotgun bullets. And I swear it took every single bullet that I had when I was over with, when I was finally done with it. I think I had five handgun bullets left and like nothing else. And I had literally just been shooting him for like 15 minutes before he finally died. And I'm like, you know, it gets to a point where it's just not fun anymore. It just starts feeling tedious and you're just anxious for it to be over with which is how some of those fights were and then meanwhile i'm watching megan play it on normal and that same boss died within like within like five minutes of just shooting a couple of explosives at him. so i'm like dude that's another thing too because like the gap between like normal feels like easy and hard feels like the post-game unlock new game hard. Plus, yeah yeah and the and to, i guess emphasize that a little bit more is that there is an actual new game plus hard difficulty <laughs> where when you pick it, they actually warn you that if you're going to play that mode, they encourage you to turn on the cheats with infinite ammo because the enemy's health is so huge that they want you to use the cheats to be able to get through it because of how much damage they take. Okay. So it's kind of... It
1: sounds like it sounds like my experience with Uncharted 4, where Derek just like was pissed at me because I played <laughs> it in the hardest difficulty. He's like, well, that's why you didn't like it. You suck. Hmm. So you think you would have liked it better if it
3: was not as difficult i definitely would have liked it more if it was on normal but at the same time everyone i've played everyone i've talked to who's played it on normal says it's way too easy and watching megan play it and beat that same boss that i struggled with (laughs) in like five minutes with a fraction of the resources it really does illustrate the huge gap between normal and hard it (laughs) feels like there was like one or two difficulties in between that they could have thrown in there
0: maybe she's an actual veteran yeah, maybe so. Maybe she's what they thought of when they said veteran, and not just a, a coward who sneaks away from
3: combat.
1: Oh yeah, huh? huh?
3: Yeah. I'm kidding. Well, you know, you do what you got to do to survive, <laughs> as as, 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 t- as Tupac once said.
1: <laughs> it didn't turn out too well
3: for him. No. <laughs> but yeah, but that was my that was my Resident Evil story. It's a it's a good game though. Otherwise, it's just the ammo sponges are just bullshit. I hated it. I hated myself for a that while. Was,
1: that was one of my, that was one of my complaints with the division two is you would get to like the end game stuff with some of the uh, harder, difficult, um harder, difficult, harder, difficult Jesus, um, higher difficulty bosses. And you would just, you know, shoot ma- mag after mag after mag. And it really took me out of the, you know, post-apocalyptic, uh you know, realism of, of the game, just a you know, a dude with a, a a, a fireman's axe taking every ammo that I had in my backpack. So I feel <laughs> you. I feel the pain. I feel the pain.
3: No, yeah, it's crazy. But um, aside from that, the thing that I was most excited about this week is that the uh, Neo World Ends With You and Monster Hunter Stories, two demos both came out this week, which i N-
1: Neo? Mm,
3: yeah, it's like the world... It's essentially the world ends with you too. Okay. With like, and that one is the one I was really anxious to see because have it, has anybody here played the first one at all?
2: Yeah, I played the first one.
1: Just yeah. DS, just yeah. just, a, just for a minute on the DS.
3: Yeah, so like the gameplay revolved around you actively control one character on the bottom screen and then the top character you would control with like the buttons and you would be doing you would be controlling them both at the same time but you had to time the attacks so that they would kind of attack like concurrently, or like one after the other and it would power up your attacks that way. So it was a really unique gameplay mechanic, but it really could only be done on a dual screen. So they've, you know, they've ported it to iPad and to switch and they adjusted the gameplay to match it without the dual screen, but it did lose some of its uniqueness, I thought. So they turned this one into like a, like a third person action RPG instead of like the 2d game that it used to be. And I was kind of curious on how that was going to work. So actually getting to play it now it was surprisingly solid in terms of keeping that spirit because now originally you had one character who had like a bunch of powers and now you have a whole party but each party member only has one power but you can kind of stack them one after another so that if you take turns and like do combos with each of the party members working together at the same time it builds up the damage multipliers it builds up your rewards at the end so I was pretty impressed i thought they did a good job of like i said kind of re- retaining the spirit of the original ds game while translating it into a a single screen game so that was pretty exciting and the cool thing about like back on the dragon quest demo this demo the monster hunter demo so many of them nowadays instead of it just being like a small chunk of the game it's literally say like the first few chapters of the story and then if you buy the real full game when it comes out you just pick up where you left off from the demo
1: that was my that was my question uh with the um dragon warrior one is if you had to start over i didn't no, have to like, start over on Miitopia. i picked up right where the demo
0: left up uh, right <laughs> you, where it left off and i was all like yay let's save some faces
3: <laughs> the game's but when terrible. It, but when everything pu- when everything feels exactly the same does it make a difference
1: <laughs> no that game is terrible <laughs> I, like how you, I like how you shook your head, and we're an audio podcast.
4: <laughs> I'm, uh, I, listen,
0: I, I'm doing the courtesy of muting my mic when I'm not speaking, so that you don't hear my hmm. Oh yeah, ooh ah.
3: Yeah, or the people people who just started yelling outside too. But that's beside the point. But uh, but yeah, and then the Monster Hunter Stories demo is the same, where it, it carries over your data and. I don't know if either of you have played um, any of you have played the first Monster Hunter stories but this is pretty much the exact same thing gameplay wise it's kind of like a rock paper scissors RPG where the monsters will have certain poses and based off of their pose you have to guess if they're going to use a certain attack and use the one that is strong against it and so then in those games it's kind of like Monster Hunter meets Pokemon where it's a turn based RPG where you collect the monsters from Monster Hunter and you fight side by side with them And it's more of a traditional turn-based RPG compared to the mainline action RPG games that the regular Monster Hunter series is. But um, it has a huge visual upgrade over the DS version, like the animations, the graphics, the uh, cell shading style of it looks great. Um, I spent a really long time trying to make a short-haired character based off of an anime I just watched. And then when I finished making her and pressed start, she did a jump and I realized she had a ponytail in the back and I never spun her (laughs) around. So that... Made me mad, but I didn't want to start over, so I just kept
0: going. This may have been the most Josh comment we're going to get on this episode.
3: (laughs) No, but yeah, that game is a lot of fun, too. Um, And then just to speed around the rest of it. Just because it's leaving Game Pass, I'm playing the terrible story mode from Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite again, just because it's so bad. Um, I probably talked about this on an old, old, old Geekscape show, but I'm just... My motivation is to get to the ending where like spoilers for a five-year-old terrible game that nobody played but like at the very end lady death leaves thanos for a dark stalkers character so <laughs> then he so it's then it's canon the, yeah, i'm making so, it ca-
0: it's canon now
3: <laughs> so like at the end of like the chaos where they're fighting ultron to get the <laughs> infinity stones back uh thanos steals uh reuse like evil ryu power and then he goes to He goes back to his throne where Lady Death and the Darkstalkers guy are, and then he, like, charges up this evil, like, Dark Hadouken to get revenge on them. But then it just fades to black without him throwing it, because that's supposed to be, like, the cliffhanger. Like, is Thanos going to use Reed's power to take over the universe? and it's like What the fuck? (laughs)
0: The finger to what so, that is some bad it's, writing it's the most uh,
3: bizarre awfully yeah. written and that's the other thing with resident evil 8 the dialogue is just so fucking bad and i think that capcom has like with the same guy writing every single game they make because <laughs> playing through this marvel infinite storyline again it's just
1: Somebody, um, just a quick like trivia tidbit for Resident Evil 8, someone um, got a hold of the wire mesh model for Lady Demacrescu Dima or, you know, Big Mommy Milkers Lady, <laughs> and they, they calculated it, there's more polygons in her ass than an entire scene of Resident Evil 1.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but Resident uh, Evil 1, let's be yeah, fair, like that yeah. PS1 game, I remember that PS1 game and just I mean, I was, I was still like holding out that the Dreamcast was going to bring back the the Sega, like the 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 wonderful age of Sega, and it was going to be like a renaissance. I didn't know anything that was going on behind the scenes, so yeah. it's like a, as a kid who spent his first allowance money in lawns to buy a Genesis is the first thing he ever saved up for. You know, I was all in on the Genesis stuff. Like, I was definitely uh, drinking the the Sega Kool Aid. Um, and when the PS one came out, I just didn't jump ship. I just said, Hey, no, no, the dreamcast is going to have its renaissance. It's going to bring back the golden age of Sega. I was in complete denial (laughs) and I was hypercritical of that polygon style that you saw in like pointy breast, um, tomb Raider and uh, Laura Croft. And then like, (laughs) and, and I remember we used to make fun of the opening to resident evil, um, oh, so a game good. that i always hmm. just thought was not good and then it turns out and it's a really good game and jonathan should have been more fair to the the esteemed competition because sega was dead we just hadn't thrown dirt on it yet oh. and uh <laughs> the opening was like near near near
3: <laughs> you
0: know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Oh like God, it's yeah. got like that jump scare. Yeah. We used mm-hmm. to just watch that on replay over and over again. And this isn't there's no YouTube in like 1997, 1998. We used to just play the stupid
3: cutscene over and over again. It's so bad. <laughs> God, that reminds me on that but exact scene. Those dogs scene. scare the shit out of you. Oh, yeah. yeah, even Dude. even now when those dogs jump terrifying. out. Yeah. I throw
0: the controller. I was like, fuck
3: this. I'm hey, out. You know what? You know what scared the shit out of me and I never finished the original version of Resident Evil 1 because of it is those fucking sharks. But not when oh, they could yeah. attack you. Uh, they scared the shit out of me when they were out of the water and when you would get close to them they would start violently flopping around. Yeah. I, I, uh,
0: I had these friends that we used to play video games with. This is a video game related story. I'm going to tell <laughs> it. They were, the sa- they, were, they were called the Saison's. And my two brothers and I uh, I'm, I'm a middle child growing up and uh we were all in soccer. That's what Hispanic kids do when they get grown up. They, they, they don't play Little League. They get put in soccer. And we met the Cezanne who were – they were an Irish family. And the Cezannes actually had kids that – three kids that paralleled us in age. So there was Brian, Mark, and I forget the older brother. But Mark was my age. Brian was Paul's age. And we all kind of grew up playing video games together. And they were – you know, my parents got divorced – and so, video games was kind of like the thing that uh, we give up. You just play them, right? Like <laughs> the, the divorced parents are like, we don't know, we don't know the rule for the other household. I mm-hmm. guess Jonathan bought himself a Genesis over there, so like over here, let's let him play the NES. You know, like you, you know, you, we're smart kids. You got to put the the parents against each other with are divorce,
1: right? Yo, I wish my parents divorced way yeah. earlier than that. So sounds the, dope. So the Cezanne's no parents, downsides and emotional stunting. The
0: Cezanne's right? parents did not divorce. And I ended up getting a Sega uh, Genesis. No, I ended up getting the Sega CD because I traded an Amiga computer for it because I, they wanted to play the Amiga computer. I was like, yeah, hey, you've got a Sega CD. Give me that Sega CD. I'll get you that Amiga computer. I think my mom needed it, the Amiga computer to finish college, but it was <laughs> on its way to the Saisons because I was going to get that Sega CD so I could play that Night Trap and see some girls in 90s yeah. getting chased around by yeah. weird vampires. Jonathan had needs as a 13-year-old. Like I I had knees and that meant watching some Night Trap clips. You gotta be jamming me. Okay, so
1: Dude, I said that in traffic out loud today. Somebody cut me off and I was like, Vampires, you've, you've got gotta to be, be
4: jamming me. It's <laughs> the I mean, find it on YouTube.
0: That's my favorite part of Night Trap. A a game that did not have a lot of favorite parts. It's not a good game, but whatever. That's what jo- the Jonathan's true line is, he plays trash. I'm the Matt Kelly of video games. So <laughs> So so basically, uh, this is almost a video game story, but because the Cezans stayed married, they had rules for their kids with the video games, and the rules are no TV or video games during the week, during the school year. During the summer, you can f around and play video games during the weeknights as light as you want, whatever. Nobody cares. There is no school, but during the school year, you ain't playing no video games during the week so you know those friends who when you're over like late during the weekday your parents just give up and go i just spend the night over there i ain't coming to pick you up just spend the night over there so one night we're over at the saison's house and there's nothing to do because it's a weekday yeah we're not able to play video games they sneak the video games they sneak the tv they sneak the video games we're sitting there in the double bedroom (laughs) with the volume down low playing the video games we were not supposed i didn't know i didn't know I play video games during the weekday at my parents because I pitted them against each other. But the Cezans, they have rules in their house. And this guy, Bob Cezan, this Irish dude, he might have just, I don't know. He could have used a shillelagh for what the scene that was about to play out. <laughs> he caught wind. He's like, those kids are really quiet in that room. <laughs> right? Like, they're up to something. Without us knowing, he cracks the door and he witnesses, these four kids are playing video games. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm not even going to try and do his Irish accent. But he fucking kicks the door in <laughs> and says, I done told you boys, no
4: TV during the school year.
0: <laughs> he, he fucking like bear grabs this fucking tv it like hugs the video game system presses it to the tv rips it out of the wall it just yanks it out he goes i had told you with such force he just yanks the thing out of the wall he probably tore the cable off like all it was violence and and they're like they were really mean to their dad uh not just in disobedience but they were like we're playing video games, you idiot. You know,
4: like,
0: like, they were, they were, oh, those, kids, they were those kids, mal portados, that mm-hmm. would just like like talk shit to their parents. Oh, hell and, no. And he's like, <laughs> we We're playing, you idiot. Hey, don't take that, you moron. Like they would say that to the kids. <laughs> he, he bear hugs this video game system to the TV, rips it out. It's an SNES, rips it out of the freaking wall. He's like marching down the hallway to the garage, and we hear him just like, Kick the door to the garage. We're like, I'm like, keep it back. I don't want any yeah, part yeah, of this. But yeah, yeah, yeah. like they're chasing him down this hallway. He kicks open the door of the garage. He's like, God damn video games. <laughs> <laughs> he kicks the door open and he launches the TV of the video game off the hood of his car.
4: <laughs> it just what? jumps
0: the thing into the garage. As he <laughs> he does it with such force. <laughs> he rips ass as he does it.
4: <laughs> Let's out just the biggest fart. <laughs> I like, almost Whoa. tore a hole in his pants. He's <laughs> <laughs> oh farting God. so fucking bad. <laughs> it happened so fast. It was so violent. <laughs> it happened so fast. <laughs> within,
0: within seconds, out of my periphery, I see him crack the door open. And then just rage immediately. <laughs> I, I told you, no video games during the school year. Bear hug, rips it, destroys it, marks down the thing, tripping on the cord, barely, like, ba- ba- bursts open the door of the garage, chucks the thing, rips ass in the bucket. It was violence. That was a night we begged our parents to come to pick us up. We didn't, we didn't,
4: we didn't, think, we didn't think we were going to wake up in the morning. <laughs> like, please come get us he's gone crazy (laughs) he destroyed their snes (laughs) you have to come get us please oh my god it was all
1: when it was all three of you
0: no No, it was just paul and i with mark and brian but it happened so fast shane it was it was a horror movie (laughs) No video games during the school year
1: <laughs> that's that's hilarious that's hilarious uh, oh have have either uh, Carlos do you have a similar similar story to that
2: uh man, I don't know which one to pick out of the Roledic, so I'll just choose one for sure. <laughs> I used to go to this. Uh, so here in in, in um, near LACC, near where Josh, it, we, uh, you, I mean, I don't know if you still live in that mm, area yeah, I'm or still not. There. there used to be this cool arcade place called College Arcade, which that's where he met course, Megan. Really, you met? I think that's the, where Josh met arcade? Megan. You met Megan at Family Arcade. Uh, I met Megan
3: at the Family Arcade when I've asked her to meet me there. But okay, no. <laughs> is that the one across <laughs> no, Vermont or Virgil from Yeah,
2: the, it, the it's LCC? A, yeah, yeah. So there used to be two arcades. You might not remember, but the billiards that's there used to be called College Arcade, um, and that that one, of course, had like all the imports, had everything. You you would get we would. We would go there just to play Tekken because we kept hearing people talk about Tekken and, and, and you know, I would read it at Tips and Tricks and be like, what is Tekken? Tekken 3, Tekken 4. Everyone was talking about all these new games that were coming out. So me and my brother would go there. And, of course, not tell my mom that we were going there. She'd be like, yeah, we're going to go play basketball. And then my brother's was like, here's some bus tokens. We're going right now. It's going to take us 15 minutes to get there. It's gonna, we're going to spend at least two hours. So he was like, I got my mom's. like I, I ended up grabbing like 20 bucks on my mom's purse. Let's go. So we ended up going. Oh, uh, wait, wait, what you don't know about these like old school arcade places that they also include games that were not um for kids. Um, <laughs> okay. there was yeah. this little game, and I I, I can kind of find it on 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 Google, but I, I still can't track the name. You're like this little spark and you're trying to fill up these like mystery squares, and as you keep filling up and filling up squares, pieces of a female part will start appearing
3: i I know exactly what you're talking about
2: so you can you can imagine a 10 year old curious carlos you're like what is this what is sexy i don't know i'm gonna put a quarter in it and i will play it and (laughs) i you know put a quarter in you fire you i know right i was like i was in there and and i was like well this is kind of cool and then um after you complete three levels of it, I was like, "Wow, you get a, like if you complete the whole thing, you get like a naked girl." I figured it out. I put two and two. I was like, oh, "More naked girls! I could see more naked girls." What they don't tell you is that there's a mini boss that's a penis shooting little spaceships out of it. <laughs> <laughs> my brother, my brother was like, you know, he he didn't really know. I don't think he even knew. He was so busy playing Tekken and like the new Street Fighter Alpha. He could care less what I was doing. He was like, "Oh, he's playing like some baby games or whatever." Find so the then, spark. So then, you know, my mom being um, Magnum PI, she's super <laughs> smart. She got two and two and one. She's like, I'm missing $20, and I only know one thing that they could be doing, 20 bucks. She had an idea that that my brother was at this arcade when she when she didn't know well, what was like playing on the darkest corner of this college arcade. Oh, no. My mom comes in, and she's next to me. I don't, I'm not there. I'm just... This little horny kid going like, Oh my God. Thank you, girls. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> and she goes to my ear and in Spanish, she's like, How are you enjoying the game? Which is, which is weird when you have an erection. <laughs> yeah, which is really rare, too. Uh, all that just like completely just my whole, I felt like I was going to die there. I, just complete, complete death stare. I, I can I can see the tube and the reflection of her uh, just looking at me with this disgrace, anger, and judging me by just fighting this little penis thing that's like wiggling around and shooting all these little torpedoes while I'm trying to unsquare these like hot chicks. And so at that moment, um I could see I kinda I didn't even want to even look at her because I already could tell the, the just the anger that it's boiling up in her but i can see my brother who's across cuz i'm 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 i can see him like from the corner of my eye as well and he's just like just stop. He's like, it's over. Like, You're a dead we're, man. We're, we're fucking dead. Like that's, that's it. You and me are a, dead.
0: It's basically a bar game. Like, oh, it's, yeah. it's like an. It's, it's a bar like game. Yeah, it's like an updated version of Kicks. Q I S. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. yeah
2: I rem- I remember it well. Yeah. So, uh, yeah that that did not end well for the both of us, and did not end well for my brother either. So we were, we were, quote unquote, banned from going to college arcade. We could we could go to the family arcade. What my mom didn't know is that Family Arcade had that same arcade too in the <laughs> darkest corner of the place. So she thought, like, it's family. They only have Family Arcade. That's all they have. Mama, so how she do you did think them. families
0: got made, baby? Yeah, <laughs> baby you know, birds and bees. You
2: know? Did you
0: did you, now? Did your mom chunkle you? Oh no, because my was, mom was not a chunkle mom.
2: No, my mom was not a chunkle. She was. Uh, I think that day. I think that day she decided to get us on the. I'm gonna get these electrical cords, Dame. So. That was yeah. That's that was pretty bad. Way
0: worse than chunk. Yeah.
2: Oh, that's like hardcore. My I, mom did chocolate once,
0: and my dad was a pick a switch day. Like he did pick the switch once. So one uh, time remember. he did a pick a belt once, but mm. fucking electrical cable. That's just oh yeah. Well. She, that, that's she, child abuse stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she,
2: she was on it. I mean, she was more mad that we're a we stole money, b we lied to yeah. her that we we're going to play basketball, c I was mm. literally playing a porn game and I was underage, and literally the. The guy who ran the place, my mom was like, "How can you let these games play?" And he's, and I could tell the guys like, I, "I, I, just work here, dude. I don't give a fuck yeah. what your kid does, like, you know, I just, I just don't." Um, so it, it, it was, it was worth it though, because then after that, I was like, "Wow, I like, you know, I was like, I like watching magazines now." So I started like, that's where the magazine trend started. You know, nobody had internet back then, dog. You know, you get a sneak peek at a magazine, you're like okay so
0: i want to say 1991 to somewhere in there when when bbs's started popping up the bulletin board systems you'd have to dial them up on your modem and they were basically they were bulletin boards so sometimes people would upload a file usually a shareware game like a portion of doom was an early bbs game that you'd download portions of but a lot of these were apogee games like commander keen and stuff like that or maybe you'd Shots dial- on hocus pocus! Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes you'd you'd dial up and you'd make a trade in drug wars or something like that, you know. Or there were always these these turn based games, but you'd have to uh, dial up to get them, and you had access to some limited version of their DOS file system, uh, and you'd see what files they had. Maybe they had a portion of Doom or an Apogee Shareware game, and you could download some of it. Sometimes they had the jackpot and that meant they had a directory where you could download pornography and there was this really slow like downloading pictures of naked women and it was you know these were scanned from like magazine photos i mean this is not the high-res stuff we got now on high-speed internet this is dial-up modem stuff and 12 um, baud
1: modem. Oh, these, these women pictures. women in 256 colors. Oh, they, the Amiga. Uh, yeah,
0: they were the visual equivalent of a MIDI player. Like this is not this is not <laughs> fun. But the thing is with those modems, uh there's caller ID. They know where you're calling from because it's literally your five one two number for Austin, that's the area code, and they would see your, your phone number. So I called up a BB. I heard about this phone number modem that I could call up. And oh, it, had, no. it had a directory that had, was full of the good stuff. And I was a boy with questions. <laughs> and I was going to answer them. And the guy. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm downloading this stuff. And somewhere, somewhere I got to, you know, it tipped off to the, whoever ran it. Like, this kid's underage. And he's downloading all the good stuff out of my directory. Maybe it was just like how i was trying to download everything at once i just like maybe it was the urgency with which the desperation yeah. which with, with which the same kind of characteristic that would nosedive me in dating later later on like don't yeah. let them know you're desperate i was yeah. desperate uh so we get a phone call. Desperate. yeah we get a phone call at the house and i got called into my dad's room and he's like so jonathan uh, i just got a call from somebody who runs a bbs a bulletin board system i uh he says that you were downloading adult material from it to use on the computer and I was like Yeah. And video games So, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's why I'm, I love gaming and stuff so so much. Just like comic books when like you back know, to you get, comics. Yeah, you get rejected, but you never got rejected by comics. Like they're just they're intertwined with our
1: sexuality. <laughs> Like, yeah. we got them from the same source back in the day you know what i mean like i damn. the the closest story i have to that is um one day uh at three in the morning my mom kicks my door in she's like what are you doing staying up so late playing your baby games and i run across the door i push the door shut i said mom i'm playing starcraft with koreans they're they're awake now i gotta get good she's like go to bed i was watching porn so it was close. It was close. And I was 22, 23 at the time. So it was weird that, you know, she decided to kick my door in at my house. But uh, no. Yeah,
0: let's be fair. You still live with your dad. So you can top that story tomorrow. Or, or
1: <laughs> you know, like you can, you can still get a
0: talking to from your dad anytime yeah. now. Hey,
1: let, let's be real. It's the other way around. Those with me. This oh, is, yeah. This yeah. is my hey, dad. When are you going to start paying rent? Yeah, right. Yeah, All right. Handsome. I get that senior citizen tax discount, so I'm not going to really rock the boat or anything You're
0: like basically that. running like an elderly center is basically it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you're, yeah. You're like a COVID hotspot at this point.
1: Oh, no, it's great. I got the bug out bug out van. I'm going to do it up like that, um, like Ving Rhames did in that one Day of the Dead sequel. <laughs> I do remember the Dawn of the Dead,
0: <laughs> Dawn of the dead. Um I'm sorry that I'm like so bad at keeping y'all on format here on geekscape games i know that y'all have a pretty strict format i know it runs long but the fun of it is that y'all have a good format and i'm completely destroying it that being said josh like what's your disciplinary story
3: i know that feels <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the really just two quick ones when because you're talking about resident evil that same cut scene you were talking about so my neighbor like my neighbors were like three three kids, and the youngest one was terrified of the game, but he had told himself he was just going to stay there and watch the cutscene no matter what. So he's, like, sitting there, sitting there, sitting there, and as soon as the guy is, like, going to pull up the hand, he just freaks out and can't take it anymore, so he bolts out of the room, but he trips over the PlayStation cable, rips it out of the PlayStation, oh, trips, <laughs> like, trips so bad that he's, like, hopping on one foot trying to regain his balance and slams his head right into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> dude that's the that was the cut scene. he knew <laughs> knew
0: knew and then the hand comes in a frame like yeah we pl- the, those season kids we played a game called ghost is a fucking stupid game these kids is that the nes game no this is a live game oh okay. this is a game where you cover yourself in a sheet and you turn out the lights and it's basically marco polo with one person being completely blind but not in, the, in a pool, right? It's basically Marco Polo in a bedroom where you're covered in a sheet like a ghost and the lights are off and the, the ghost has to like like listen for you and you can't touch the ground. You have to jump bed to bed which makes yeah. it very dangerous, especially for the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> So, so one night the Saisons are having an alcoholic rager, which they had sometimes, and we're in the bedroom and we're playing Ghost, and they're partying in the, in the living room, and we're jumping. There's like two twin beds or whatever beds in the in the kids' room, and we're bow- we're jumping back and forth between these separate beds, while the ghost the ghost can touch the ground, but everybody else can't touch the ground, and the lights are off. And the, you know, the light. We already can't see. The lights are off, but the ghost definitely can't see. And so we're trying to avoid the ghost. And the ghost has to like grab you and actually have their hands on you for you to turn into the ghost, right? Okay. It can't just touch you. It actually has to grab you. And I got you. So the ghosts are going back and forth. We don't really know how the ghost is. In mid leap, somebody hits the ghost, and you just hear a fucking whap sound, and then you hear this, uh. I mean, it was a violent crunch of the sound. We knew that the ghost had gotten knocked down by somebody (laughs) jumping across the bed to bed. (laughs) And in trying to wheel around to grab them, the ghost had probably tripped on the sheet, went down, and all he saw when the light came on was the ghost's face. Was in the corner of the bed,
4: (laughs) like face first
0: in the edge of the bed, like folded, like dead. Like I just dented my head in. (laughs) The ghost rolled over. We thought he was dead. We roll him over, and that's when you see the blood start appearing on the sheet. (laughs) Oh,
4: shit. (laughs)
0: I'm telling all the Cezanne stories out. Blood, like, it is, a, it is a perfectly white sheet, and blood just starts <laughs> spreading on the sheet. We thought he was dead. We thought little Brian Cezanne was fucking dead. And, and even even more sca- scary was the idea that we were going to have to go and interrupt this alcoholic swinger party, where the hell was going on in the living room, to tell them, like, this kid's dead. <laughs> like, like saw, like his face hit into the
2: corner of a bed.
3: He's a real ghost now. <laughs>
0: He's
4: actually a, ghost. a real ghost. Man.
3: <laughs> see, he would have been better off playing video games after all. See,
0: <laughs> You shouldn't have ripped the damn video game out of the
3: wall and thrown it off the hood of your car. <laughs> but
0: yeah, uh, there were definitely some stitches and like a facial reconstruction after that. <laughs> no more ghosts. We have not played ghosts at Comic-Con, but maybe oh, 20, this... 2022, baby, ghosts yeah. going up. Ghost. Kelly, get ready for Ghost.
1: Ghost versus the cock shark. Here we go. Yep.
0: It's it's gonna be like uh, one of those uh one of those straight to DVD movies.
1: Boa versus Python.
0: Mm-hmm. Ghost versus Cockshark. <laughs> it's gonna happen.
1: Carlos, you've never met
0: the Cockshark, have you? No, he but says probably bit... maybe not in the form we have. Yeah yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. You'll meet him. You'll meet him. Sorry. So, so Josh. Josh, Josh uh, how... has a second story. <laughs> yeah.
3: Let's hear that other story. Oh, no, no it's just a quick one, but the closest I have to like uh being reprimanded over a video game really was there was a liquor store around the corner from me that would always have the new fighting games and they had virtual fighter 2 which anyone who's played virtual fighter knows that game is fucking bullshit um and they 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 input read you like crazy after like stage three so like i got to like stage five and it was like the farthest i ever got and the computer like barely beat me and so like eight-year-old me just kind of like got frustrated and kind of like slammed the buttons and then i'm like i'm just kind of like staring at the screen thinking about if i want to continue and then all of a sudden, I feel someone's big ass hand come from behind me and just like smack me on the back like three times. And it was like the the guy, it was like the cash register guy, and he was like, "Oh, well, how do you like it?" Because I hit the buttons, and I was like, "Dude, what the fuck?" I just I just like sulked out of the liquor store and Sorry. came back the next day. But <laughs> That's yeah, hilarious. But, no, that was it though. Other than that, no, like I've been pretty lucky. No one ever caught me at the college arcade, but I never played those kind of games. Like I think my my option was to play that game or Street Fighter One. And I was like, "Oh shit, there's a Street Fighter One." I thought it started with two. What the fuck? So I just started playing oh, yeah. Street Fighter One.
1: <laughs> oh man, oh, <laughs> good times, good times. So uh, how is uh, how is Mario Golf? <laughs>
2: um, it's uh, it's a thing. I kind of wish I should have not spent sixty bucks on it for fifty bucks, dude. Take that's, right, that's why I got it from snob. GameStop. No, uh, dude, I mean, you I mean. Know that. I would say the the rush mode. I think it's cool when you have friends around, but that should have been in Mario Party or something. I feel like that mode should have been like added onto it. Um, I don't know. I, at this point, I'd rather play Golf Story. I, I mean, that has like double of everything. it has a great story. Um, I, I mean, right now it's only on Steam, which kind of kind of weird. I think Steam and Switch right Switch. now. And it's on exactly. sale yeah, it's, yeah, it's on Switch. It, it's on Derek sale right now. by it. Derek's, it's a really good game. Golf story. It, it's it's really fun. Um, I know they're working on a second part to it, so it it's it's super well worth it. So if you want a better experience, any of our three listeners that are listening, uh, you should totally play golf story.
3: I'm, and, I'm one of them. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah I, I I would skip Mario Golf immediately just you'll have Dude. a better experience, well written story, characters that really expand. It's goofy, it's fun, it's everything that you want on the Mario Golf, but probably better. So
3: what happened to Mario Golf? Remember the GBA games or the and the Game Boy Color were yeah, the those full are full on dope. RPG. Oh, no, they're really yeah, good. Totally and really that. good. You and know like what I the last couple is, Mario?
2: Huh. I think they're just like really trying to. I, I think Camelot has the the license to Mario Golf in a sense, and so they have to pump out stuff. And when they do it, they're like, "Hey, let's just pump it out and add I don't know like a story mode, but with nothing else besides that. And after you get like the three hour mark, just want to leave. I, th- I think yeah. I think Nintendo really has to keep an eye on their sports their sports I guess parts of their game, but even I mean I don't even know how they keep making Olympic games every goddamn year. <laughs> I, I, who's who's buying this? I I genuinely really want to know. Olympics That
3: often, I that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, There's more Olympic they, games than there are Olympics.
2: <laughs> where are these people buying these games, bro? Like I, I've been so, trying to scratch my head. Who has them on their desk? Maybe, maybe so, they just populate there randomly, you know? I don't know.
3: Yeah, and it'd be different if Camelot was making this using this money to make a new Golden Sun or some shit, but it's like, it's just the same. And the frustrating thing about it is people, they have to know that people want a good story mode like the old GB, mm-hmm. Game Boy Color GBA games because I think the last two or three sports games they've heavily advertised, hey, we're adding an adventure mode. And everyone's like, oh shit, they're finally listening to us and bringing back the old school adventure modes. And then they're like, Three-hour glorified tutorials, where like the last half hour is the only interesting part, but by then you've just completely given up. Yeah, and to make it so much worse is like how you mentioned the speed golf is better with people. Like I don't know, I don't know if it's like this out of story, but the speed golf sucks so bad on the story mode because if you finish your hole before them, the computer, you have to sit there and watch them finish. You can't just like skip or (laughs) simulate their or or simulate their turn. Like you, and sometimes it's like sometimes either. They're like the best AI you've ever seen where they're getting like eagles from across the the across the greens or whatever. And then there's other times where they'll be putting from like five inches away. And since they're forcing you to watch them play, you'll see them rotate the camera off to the side and then miss like a five inch putt on purpose. And I'm like, dude, just hit the fucking ball so I can move on with this fucking game. It's I don't know. It's, I got it from GameStop specifically because i had a feeling i wasn't gonna like it and they have that policy on some games where if mm-hmm. you don't like it you can return it for for um full credit within 48 hours of release so i pumped it out in one day took it right back and put all the money towards the world ends with you so
4: nice right. it worked both. out
3: it worked out but fuck if i could say one good thing though the motion controls on it worked really well <laughs> i thought but, and and the battle mode was really cool too where there's like 10 holes on a map yeah and everyone yeah, that's cool and everyone can just choose whichever holes they want. And the first one to get like three holes or whatever is like the winner. That mode is really cool. But yeah, it's really not worth it. Like everything I, that Carlos said a yeah. 100%.
2: Yeah, no. I'd say if, if you have, if you want a really cool multiplayer game, get Monster Hunter Rise. It's the best thing you could ever do with your life. You guys are peddlers. It is improvement on all aspects. Like I'll say it and I'll say it again. I'll die with my Monster Hunter. I'm glad people are playing I'm glad people picked up world and it got picked up in this giant, enormous community that has grown to it. And Monster Hunter Rise, if you're a PC player, don't trip. It's coming soon. It's well worth it. I promise you. You like ninjas? Cool. You like killing monsters? Cool. Do you want to fight a Godzilla dude somewhere in the end? Hell yeah. <laughs> These are the three things I'm going to tell you. you want to play with your friends and hunt and, and explore the, the game worlds? Heck yeah. Do you want to ride a dog like a horse or have a cat as a companion? Or maybe you want to go solo and have those two dudes be your buddies? Monster Hunter Rise. Promise and it, It's super cool. If I'm going to buy one for the Switch that's the game to get i would say so if you really want like a genuine experience of it, it I, I i always say if you want um you know shadow of the colossus with a little bit of hunting in it like, oh. like it has those too. like you're you're hunt- like the monsters get bigger as, as yeah. you progress in the game and they're adding free dlc uh, they have their first collaboration, quote unquote, with themselves. Um, but <laughs> yeah, they, heard that. They, they have in the past have done collaborations with others like The Witcher, they did one uh, with Resident Evil. Um, so there's potential for free. And this is all free by the way, London. All these updates that they do is free. So aside from the only thing you'll pay is cosmetics or I don't know, like an emote package, but even then it's 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 totally worth supporting these guys who actually listen to the community and actually go like okay cool let, let's see how we can improve on the next one so
0: you're destroying my wallet and my productivity. Hey, man
2: it, you know it, it reminds me of good old like old school blizzard when they would listen and be like cool we got it we'll, we'll change it up we'll do this stuff uh just think of that and, and and the great thing about it is that the guy who runs monster hunter will now be handling street fighter uh, property moving forward. So, oh, and, and that guy who's the director of Monster Hunter is actually the son of the CEO of Capcom. So, homie, homie got a spot there for a good while and he's gonna stay there for a while. And he, he was the one that kind of decided for the Mega Man kind of, uh, the new Mega Man games. He's, um, he's the guy who really stuck with like, he, he, he loved the RE engine, which is the engine that's being used for Resident Evil 8 and 7 and brought that in with, um, with rise so he's like really knows where where to take these games and and listen to community stuff so highly recommend it that's my
3: uh is he mm-hmm. the same one who got his start with um dragon's dogma yes or am i think it's someone else no okay, no, no cool. that's him
2: yeah, yeah yeah he's 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 like super like i want to make dragon dogma too but it's just that you know he can only say so much before the seats say yes you know what i mean like there's always yeah. that but uh yeah, I'd say, you know, there is a demo for Monster Hunter Rise too, Linda, if you want to check it out and you could try different weapons. The good thing about it is it's you can change class whenever you want. You don't have to stick with one class. If you're like say, you know what, I want to pick up a bow, you could just change into that, that same day. Let's just say you're like, I want to do longsword. Cool, we could do that too. Do you have to re-level? No. 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 no.
1: So, so I, had, I had
0: to I had to re-level in Utopia.
1: So one thing one thing about Monster Hunter <laughs> One thing about Monster Hunter, it's a um, uh, you get you get better by getting better gear. Mm -hmm. So you can, um, you know, that's not my cat. (laughs) Is that Pickles? (laughs) That was me.
3: No. Is it Pickles? No, it was P. Okay.
1: (laughs) Anyway, um, but you um, you go after monsters and get different components and build better armor, better, better weapons. And you can you can switch at any time. So I think yeah, you that's awesome. Get it, get it.
0: Yeah, well, damn it! I know I'm gonna get this
2: damn game. Yeah, Are we friends.
0: Let's just make sure we have each other's friends codes. Yeah, yeah I yeah. can help. And the Let's great thing it.
2: about it is that I'm a higher hunter level. And you could
0: just like dump gear on you me. Out.
4: I could be no. Beer. I can help
2: you out. Like hunt the 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 beginning monsters and literally just guide you how to play it. And I think that's what's so cool about Monster Hunter. It's, there's no. It used to be very like, no, you have to be at this level to play with this person. But then they removed it, and they saw that people really wanted to help other people, and that's why this game does really well with with a lot of community members. That you know, it's almost like World of Warcraft, where but where there's no like, PvP stuff. It's all hunt the monsters. No, it's, it's all it's all hunting monsters. Yeah, it's yeah. working together. It's a very working together kind of game. Because my friend rough. is
0: uh, playing Rust. And he's been telling me about his experiences on the new mm-hmm. PS4, like console <laughs> version of, of Rust and how buggy. Yeah, yeah. I know it's super buggy, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Rust just sounds like uh, what would happen if we had a purge? Like, it oh, sounds like absolutely. people just yeah, trying yeah, to no, murder no, absolutely. you. Yeah, yeah. You're just naked trying not to get murdered at all times mm-hmm. in the game. And then it resets and you do it all over again a month later. Like, it sounds pointless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, it is fun that, to watch videos of that stuff.
1: Oh, it's hilarious. There it's was, really um, good. Back when DayZ was first starting, there was this guy on YouTube that would find players, tie their hands together, and hold them at gunpoint, and he would have two people as hostage, and he would make them answer Seinfeld trivia, and whoever lost, he would kill.
0: <laughs> I, think you, I think the FBI should have a game out there that just is like, a Rust or a Daisy, where you're like, "Hey, yeah, I play this game, but it's secretly an FBI monitoring game. Where if you start acting like that, there's a knock at your door, <laughs> and it's like, you know what? We were actually thinking of implementing the purge, but we have to make sure that you people aren't in society when we do it because you're just going to take the purge too far. You won't quit at 24 hours.
1: That's so, that's, that's uh, funny. That's funny you say that because the FBI um, just did this big sting, international like global sting where they um, they had surreptitiously put out a uh, Android version of Android that was marketed towards criminals and like drug dealers and like human traffickers and stuff, and it was just a giant pot And they they got all these people. So so if there's a Rust Two or you know some other like really like innocuous game, like it could be it could be the FBI. You know, yeah. maybe you it's Breath have... of the Wild Two. Yeah, there you go.
0: Oh, it's true. And, yeah. and the Koroks are just like they're like. What exactly are you make? Mi- what ingredients are you mixing? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> this guy's dangerous. Nope, 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 no no no.
1: Okay, uh, Josh, you got any more games you played?
3: Um, started Outer Wilds which uh, I don't know how I feel about it, but I'll, I'll talk more about it with Derek cuz I think Derek was the one who was really into it, right? If yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah,
1: he loved it.
3: Yeah, so I'll have to I'll talk more about it with him. But Derek um, keeps
1: Derek keeps playing Fallout 4, so I don't know if he's got good taste.
3: Well, yeah, we'll see cuz I mean, I like the game now that I'm getting into it, but in the beginning I was just kind of like What is this? And it takes a lot for me to like a game where it's designed around dying over and over again, like roguelikes. Like, I can't get into those kind of games. And Uh. this isn't exactly like that because it's not like combat focused at all. It's an exploration game. But it's like when you die, you start from the beginning, but you carry over all of the information you found. And there's a lot of different planets to explore. But you only have if you don't die, I think there's like a 20 minute time limit and then like the universe explodes and then you start over anyway, every 20 minutes. And so you're supposed to just keep gathering as much information in those 20 minute intervals until you find enough information from each planet to like beat the game, I guess. So like whatever you're supposed to do. So it's Groundhog Day in space pretty much yeah
2: Okay. okay.
3: so okay. like it's a really interesting concept but I don't know if it's going to hold my attention for too long and it only has a couple hours to hold my attention because it's leaving Game Pass and I'm not playing it again after that so <laughs> um, and then aside from that just I Platinum Ratchet we talked about that a lot last time um, I started playing Neptunia Reverse which is yeah. the it's a PS5 exclusive it's, you know the <laughs> game that the PS5 is desperately needed obviously um, but it's sucks though cuz it's literally just the first vita game exactly the same same graphics same story same map same combat the only thing they switched is that they added every character from every other game so there's like a bigger party but they're not acknowledged in the story at all it's just kind of like a bonus and then they added a fishing mini game where you catch like sega saturn shaped fish and shit but oh
4: my god other
3: than that, other than that it's the exact same game so as much as i like those games i'm having a lot of trouble like sticking with it cuz i'm like fuck i played this already Multiple times, and I don't know if I want to play it one more time. But, but yeah. Other than that, like that's pretty much it. I tried to squeeze a lot of different things, and I missed the uh, Stranger of Paradise demo. I loaded it up on Saturday night, thinking I had the end of the night, but it got cut off in like midday. So, what's, what's did that anyone tr- play that? What What is that? That's that like we're here to kill chaos Final Fantasy thing from E three. Oh yeah, that was a demo
2: friend.
3: Yeah, it was like a limited time demo, which was supposed to go down three days prior, but the demo didn't actually work for the first three days, so they extended it. Um,
0: John, have you heard about this? It's... It's the the timed release demos, like, freak me out because, I, you know, like, when PlayStation was giving out, like, a, a free game a month, and they gave out, like, Ratchet and all this stuff, like, I always end up missing that stuff by a day or two, because by the time, like, you know, by the time I hear about it, sometimes from the show, like, I've listened to the show a day or two late, and I'm like, no.
1: It this... just seems like it would stress me out. That PT this,
0: stuff it all stresses me out.
1: Yeah, this this game is a grim dark like super it, all the characters felt like hyper stylized Devil May Cry characters, but it's a dark retelling of Final Fantasy 1. Yeah,
0: y'all were talking about that. It's... And then it got derailed by Derek yelling, don't you have phones? When you <laughs> talk about the original Final Fantasies being yeah. released on mobile. Um, but I actually take your sides on the I think the original Final Fantasy should be open to a lot of different consoles as well. But um, Good, good. Yes, I did hear about it. Getting validation. Yep. What, are your, what are your thoughts on a grim, dark I, I retelling? Saw, I, I saw those like character designs and they just looked like tools. I was like, you're just, you're you're basically playing like, I mean, they just looked like idiots. Dude, they, they do. It, they look like... Beefcakes. Like bunch lo- of beefcakes. They basically looked like Zoolander's friends who blew themselves up. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like,
0: that's, like if you want to play as Zoolander's model friends who got themselves blown up by spraying gasoline all over each other, like, that's what you're playing as in these grim retelling of Final Fantasy. I don't see the point of this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I maybe they've just like really tapped the vein of Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy fans and they're like yeah they'll re, they'll rebuy Final Fantasy 7 in 18 chapters like it's like quit being a like quit I mean no offense if you're actually on the show with me right now and you've fallen for that garbage but <laughs> quit doing it quit like letting them know that it's okay to buy the game you've already bought with newer graphics but in 18 freaking chapters when i heard that final fantasy 7 was coming out in two chapters and my buddy was so hyped for it he was like oh dude i can't wait for that final fantasy like 7 you know and he's like oh yeah it's only the first half what what do you... no 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 quit doing this to us And this whole reselling us i remember when final fantasy 1 came out All right, let me tell you a story of the Nintendo Championships. I tell it anytime I'm on a video game podcast. But, in all honesty, I'm not going to get into my dad taking me to the Nintendo Championships in 91, 92. But the big game that was the release that year wasn't Mario 3 as it was in The Wizard. But it was Final Fantasy. It was that original Final Fantasy. And um, I thought it was cool. But y'all know that I'm a late adapter. Late adopter. I am. I am. I was the guy who again still held out that the Dreamcast was going to get the market share back from the PlayStation 1 even though clearly that was not going to ever happen. Um the same I felt the same way. Like Dragon Warrior was my NES RPG. I only had room for one in my house. I was not going to adopt Final Fantasy. And um that was the game they were pushing like crazy was that fi- that first Final Fantasy. Um why? I understand like reskinning it for consoles maybe make it look like the brilliance that was the SNES Final Fantasy games because those were like those Final Fantasy games came out on the SNES like that was the glory days of that franchise at that point I mean obviously the PlayStation Final Fantasy 7 still like the pinnacle for a lot of people but dude I remember people playing number 3 or 4 whichever one was I 2 got skipped right Carlos 2 and 3 I think 2 and and 3 got skipped but that first one uh, but that first one that hit the SNES was huge.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that was Final Fantasy 6, right? That was a system. Final
3: remember, Fantasy 4 was 2, and then Final Fantasy 6 was 3. Right. So 2, 3, and, you could, and 5 got And skipped. you could
0: traverse the overworld map on the Dragon. Yep. That was a system seller for Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Big time. And um I just remember, because you had the, that F-Zero looking freaking technology with the zooms whenever you go to the... Oh, the, you know, And yeah, it was just yeah. like... I've never seen something like that before. To just reskin it over and over again, especially to make them look like a bunch of tools and back alleys from a hip hop video, they look like assholes from a Paul Abdul video. And you're gonna supposed to play it? Like, it's, don't do this. Don't buy this stuff. Don't tell them this is not okay. Make new games. Quit reselling the childhood with stupid versions.
3: Hey Amen. Like, I don't know if you've ever kept track with the Kingdom Hearts releases, but that's like the <laughs> pinnacle of that shit. It's like, oh my you know, god. There was like, There was like a Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 and then the billion spinoffs. And then they like made Kingdom Hearts 1.5, which was a remake of like the first one. And then 2.5. And then they packaged 1.5 and 2.5. Then they did another package that included some of the spinoffs, but not all of them.
4: I know, And then they made
3: three. And then they came out with a package that had all the spinoffs 1, 2, and 3 together.
0: The danger is that the game stopped being good. They're just repurposing. They're basically just like regurgitating and making you eat the vomit yeah. and then regurgitate it again. And like, the, like there is a decreasing level of reward that happens when that, you know, and keep in mind, I bought the $300 like monkey Island box set that got released. Yeah, I haven't gotten it shipped yet, but it's, it's going to happen. But keep in mind, that thing has all the games. They haven't been upgraded. They haven't, it, this is a nostalgia box, but it also comes with a bunch of new material. Like you got to give new material, and I don't just mean like a new reskin, and I definitely don't mean take it, cut
3: it in half, and sell it again, like in two pieces. Like that's effed, you know. Two pieces is generous with Final Fantasy, dude. It looks like they might go into three or four. They already, they already did a a new piece that's DLC, but DLC exclusive to PS5, even though the game itself originated on PS4. It drives me crazy, and.
0: What they, you know, and then what they did with the Street Fighter series where y'all had to like buy all the DLC characters and stuff like that. Like, quit. Stop it.
1: Well, well, Stop John, it. you know, this might be some reassurance to you, but Sega might get their market share back. They're still making and producing Sega Genesis and Sega Genesis games in Brazil. So. Mm-hmm. Well, Brazil
0: is basically, according to Guy, uh, freaking <laughs> every time I talk to Guy and it was his birthday two days ago and I hit him up and i was like hey man how are you doing he's like i'm living in mad max <laughs> i have to get out <laughs> i have to get out of brazil <laughs> yeah the co- covid uh talk about late adopters like <laughs> brazil as a country to the covid e- epidemic is a late adopter and uh yes. yeah it, it's going south they're, they're trying to catch the u.s in the pandemic success stories yep so i don't i wouldn't exactly be like I, I, I have heard those stories about the sega genesis And I got all my classics over here, but I I don't know, man. I wouldn't hold out that Sega's going to have a (laughs) renaissance in Brazil, man. Brazil may not be there, dude. (laughs) Well, I guess there's always Yakuza.
4: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean
0: it? you can play your Sega Genesis and Yakuza. Well, uh, you know, but the but you want to do the voice chat thing from what I can tell from Geeks Game, you know. For, w- Xbox Game Pastor told me you play Yakuza to talk to the ladies on the yeah, chat. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's oh, that was oh that was the best that was the best part of the game. I don't have um, to play Yakuza anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um Josh, you got any more games that uh that you've played?
3: Uh,
2: no, that's enough for me.
1: What's up. Carlos, what have you got? What have you uh, what's I, what's
2: I don't hate me. I've been playing Fortnite.
1: <laughs> All right, everybody, that was level one eighty seven. Thank you so much for showing. <laughs> wait, up. wait.
2: I've been I've been I've been enjoying it. I, I've been playing with friends. Uh because uh my loss Activision Hey, Activision, are you listening? Get my account back. I've been sending you like ten emails, dog. Oh no. I <laughs> wanted to get Die Hard, I want to get Rambo, I wanna get McLean, and guess what? Dude. My Activision account gone. That sounded insane, the fact that you're paying like 80
0: bucks to play as those guys. <laughs> but that's the you know, part. I just want to see them die over and over. Fun. Uh, so Katie over in the main show, my co-host, she, she's gotten back into Fortnite, hmm. and she's enjoying it. Like, I love it. It's, I it's gave fun. it to When it came to the Switch, I gave it a couple tries, mm-hmm. and I couldn't do the building aspect. It's just beyond me. You know I know you need
2: it to be successful. You don't. I've learned. Get out of here. People were like building shit around me, trapping me in boxes. Look, dude, that was like the beginning of it. But now there's so many kids that also don't know how to build. So I'm just killing (laughs) kids all fucking day. It's the best. (laughs) Sign me up for the kid killing. Let's go. It's the best. You know, they're on their iPad, so it's everywhere, right? People are on their phones, on their iPads. Everyone plays in one thing. No one, no one's playing like in their... Oh, like, yeah. Like, Switch players just, are not playing with Switch players. People I might play just it. download Roblox so I can kill even more Do of them. it Dude, even better. Um, <laughs> I, I'm enjoying it. The new season is really fun. It's like they have like a Rick and Morty thing going on. They also no. have Thanos is in there. First of all, I have Thanos emote doing the pump the jam, and then I have him doing the Macarena. So tell me what other game Thanos is doing. Those two dances, none. Thank you. Case closed. I can Ch- tell you Thanos. what game he's
3: charging up a Dukens in, though. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> no, I'm okay on that one. <laughs> I thought that was But I, I have Ryu shooting window. a gun.
2: I have Ryu shooting That's a crazy. gun. And Chung Lee shooting a gun, which is hilarious. <laughs> I got to tell you,
0: I love the. I, somebody was telling me today, uh, today or uh, yesterday that. Um, that gta online experience is still going strong and Dude, seeing the nuts. mods on
2: that stuff it's cr- rp mods it's they are insane
0: incredible and i haven't played this since i went to P- i mean i i played GTA 5 on the ps3 and yep. then dipped on it when I went to the PS4, and I haven't gone back. But I love the GTA games, there just hasn't been a new one because they've been investing in GTA Online so
2: much. Oh, yeah, they make mo- this, more money on kid it.
0: kid yesterday was telling me about GTA RPG and all this crazy, yeah, shit
2: yeah, yeah, yeah okay. there
0: is. What is that?
2: Do you want to oh, take it? Uh, oh, I mean, it's, maybe I'll get that yeah. instead of Monster <laughs> Hunter.
0: Never mind.
1: So, uh, Grand Theft Auto uh, uh, role play is, um. People create servers and you go into them and you get a job in the city and you role play. So you have to like pull out your phone and like call an ambulance if there's an accident, and call the police. Everyone has their different job.
2: But you're and, playing GTA Online hey, and doing this in GTA Online. Yeah, is GTA, GTA 5 LARP? That's what it yeah, is. Yeah.
0: Well, people are doing this in real life. Oh, no, 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 no. no like well, you're, well,
1: you're, yeah, you're in, because you're when in you the say game. Because you're in the okay, game. You're in the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. So well you're, okay. you're it's it's like it's like digital larping oh i did that <laughs> in middle school it was called a bbs i called up i downloaded it.
0: it's basically <laughs> called drug wars like drug wars on the bbs systems where you're like trying to buy low and sell high like yeah we got it
1: that's uh, they, crazy he, there is some good news they announced gta 5 release date do you see that john and this is for the news consoles? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was the release date? Speaking 2025? Of, the speaking out of like re-skins out. and just give re-releases. It's
3: <laughs> yeah. insane. Holy fuck. Like between Skyrim and GTA Five, it's like, just which one's been re-released more at this point? I understand why you do it. Like
0: you make it online mode and you just keep adding the online mode. I'll tell you, when before THQ closed its doors, I used to write the Raw vs. Smackdown games. And uh, they wanted to hire me full-time to write a wrestling uh, world game and this uh, this never got made obviously Um, but I pitched to them a what's the name of that game Josh that was pretty lo-fi but it was online and it was a bit of an MMO it was a wrestling game and it came out of another country
3: not Fire Pro right? I
0: think it might have been Fire Pro but a version of Fire Pro that was in existence around 2007-2008 when this was all going on and i i wrote an entire game document for a raw versus smackdown online um and i think the last time i saw the guy was years ago at an e3 the guy who wanted to hire me and i just didn't want to drive to agora hills every day and he was working at activision when i saw him at e3 but um at that point but it was maybe a year before thq closed maybe a year and a half but i wrote a system where um you could basically challenge anybody to a match anywhere you could fight them in the locker room. you could fight them outside on the street it was a little bit of gta but with more limited city because things were really centered around the arena because the only thing that could actually gain you credibility was doing things in the ring on tv that's the only thing that really that's how you get basically currency is you know, you can get minimum currency. You can advance a little bit by settling some of these scores outside of the ring. But if you really wanted to advance in the game, it had to be on TV. It had to be for all the, you know, all the, all the enchiladas. It had to, it had to be, it had to count. Um, but you could modify game modes. It was PVP. It was basically a GTA online. It was all the stuff that I liked about GTA at the time, which was GTA, Baby four at the time. Um, and I was just kind of shoveling it all into a wrestling game where instead of having like gun, there were no guns, but there, were, you could have a sledgehammer. You get all of those classic stuff that they have in wrestling matches and anything you find in an alley or in and around the arena. Or I think there was a strip malls, different things kind of in there. And, uh, and yeah, I remember pitching Raw versus Smackdown online and it never got off the ground. Um, but he will offer me a full-time job. Cause he, I think he liked that. I designed a reward system where, like, you could incrementally gain popularity or lose popularity, or, or also influence whether or not you were a healer, or a face, based on your That's actions cool. outside. So, like, in the same way that in uh, a Rockstar game, especially like a like a Red Dead game, you could go good or bad based on your actions with other people, NPCs and stuff. You could go healer, face by doing stuff good or bad. But really, if you want to swing stuff. You had to PVP it in the ring against other players. And uh, and obviously there were NPCs from the world. But um, shit, that game would have been so fucking cool. Let's
1: crowdfund it. Let's crowdfund <laughs> like, yeah, it. Let's do it. I
0: enjoyed doing it just because, yeah, you could, do, you could mess up and really turn yourself into a heel in the ring because you snuck a weapon. You know what I mean? Or you could go face by saving somebody in the ring. But they had to approve you interrupting their match. You know what I mean? Like there was a whole system based on that morality. Uh, It was it was.
1: That would have been tight. That would have been tight. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like THQ Nordic. You can hit them up. That's a thing. Well, so so THQ the brand got bought by yeah by everybody. Well, they no, got no. sold
0: for parts. I mean, I saw yeah. their games coming back. The only one I cared about was just for all humans.
1: Well, um, they another company bought their IP and then changed the name to THQ Nordic. So THQ... Is still around and you could hit them up.
0: Nah, but that wrestling stuff, we got to make an
2: indie wrestling game, I guess,
0: like with do
1: all
2: it. those ideas. Well, I mean, at this point, uh, the last wrestling game was full of fucking bugs. I don't think they're going to be making another wrestling game. <laughs> oh, shit. why, why you know? yeah. I, And I think ratings really are down on wrestling, too. Like, I heard yeah. ratings are terrible yeah. on wrestling. Well, now. I mean, right now, NXT is, uh, not NXT, uh, AEW is currently working <laughs> on. Their wrestling game using the the No Mercy WWE uh, WrestleMania 2000 engine, which they're allowed to uh, do that.
3: Uh, they they got... actually. Oh, go go ahead, Josh. No, I was just going to say they got some of the people to come out of retirement to work mm-hmm. on
0: it.
2: But legally, they bought the engine
0: and were able well, to, well, they, to get they into the had
3: code the,
2: they had the code for the original like no mercy in Wrestlemania 2000 for the N64. Oh, uh, it's I forgot what that the old. name of yeah, it's that. Old. So they're just imp- improving it by much, but it's it's that team uh which is all Japanese developers and they're also bringing people from the Fire Pro Wrestling, the old like SNES team as well. And they're just bringing them all together just like we just want to AEW kind of game that's going to beat every other wrestling game to the floor oh, that's going to be dope yeah, cool yeah that's going to yeah. be dope which is, they've been quiet for three years so we're waiting on it so well, yeah. if y'all
0: are interested in more of jonathan's game ideas i definitely pitched a uh, hunting game on the geekscape main show this week uh called sun let's go killin <laughs> and it's a, it's a hunting game where it's basically Left for Dead, but, and you can either be like a guy and his kid, or you know somebody out in the forest hunting, or you can be play as one of the animals, and they do hunting as well. Uh, All right. There's there's, All right. Di- there's different classes of animals, like the squirrels are basically like a ninja and can like use the trees and stuff to traverse, <laughs> and like beavers can like build stuff that can like collapse on humans, and like the bears like your tank. Yeah, it's fun. It's let's fun. do it. Like, kill some humans.
1: I mean,
2: yeah, yeah let's Johnson. do it. Shane, you've been playing some games. I see you got a little highlighted game here. What's that? Right? <laughs> I, that is, I,
1: I've I've played. Um, so, in the never-ending uh, adventures of breaking my computer equipment and repairing it, I have a I have a I have a working graphics card. Everything's good. Everything's fine. I haven't sent my old one back to Taiwan to get fixed. You or know, the Stone Age.
0: Which yeah, you did right? with your last one, you're like, let's yeah. put some
1: goo on it. <laughs> um, so uh, I've been playing a little bit of Warzone, as you do. Um, but uh, one night, nobody was on, and I um, was bored with Tetris Effect because that is still the best best game, you know, of the decade. Uh, I I got uh, I got an enemy to pick up this old game from 2012 called Spec Ops: The Line. Wow. And, yeah, and it um. Uh, I had never played it but I've heard that the story is am- is amazing so I s- started playing it and here's here's the gist here's the setting big sandstorm hits Dubai and there's gonna be like infinite sandstorms for the rest of time like like the city is is a, a loss and the United States sends in uh, the 33rd uh, infantry division to get people out but they go quiet for months and months and months they don't nobody knows what the hell's happening so they send you. And you're two guys in, uh, Delta Force guys to figure out what's going on and bring people out. And you just walk into like a literal definition of a of a military quagmire. The place is overrun with
2: it's here. There it is. There it is, baby. <laughs> there it is. Hi, it. I love it. <laughs> he's he's gonna honk it one more time. I'm gonna mute my mic. I'm I sorry. love it.
1: <laughs> so um uh, so you go into this 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 huge quagmire and you're trying to like pick up the pieces of this battle that's been going on for months and you run into um, like some, uh, you know, terrorist insurgents that, you know, see you that you're American military and they start, you know, attacking you and your characters are trying to like, okay, maybe there's a big war going on. Um, but then you come across the 33rd uh, infantry division and then they start shooting at you because they think you're the CIA. And then you run into some CIA people and there's, a, there's all this like, like, all these different factions that are they're fighting with each other and the gameplay itself is trash it's definitely like a really like crappy 2012 uh over-the-shoulder shooter like all the gears of war not the best gameplay but the story is insane um you it, and the thing that i liked about it is that it's showing like i guess the the vagueness of war because at one point, the the 33rd uh, uses white phosphorus and all these, um, you know, um, insurgents. And white phosphorus is, you know, banned by the Geneva Convention. It's a terrible, terrible way to die. Like, you know, you just get burned alive. You can't put it out at all. Um, and as a uh, you get over the this next hill of these buildings and you see that the 33rd is like entrenched in there. So you find a white phosphorus cannon and you pop it off and you're like, yeah, I'm going to kill all these uh these soldiers and you're watching from a like a parachuting camera overhead and you're like dropping in phosphorus and you just see all these all these people dying and, and screaming and after it's all done you walk down in there and there's soldiers that are burning and it's just horrific but these are the bad guys you're like you killed all the bad guys and you see one guy alive and he's like why would you do that why would you do that and he's like well you brought it on yourself and he's like, but we, we were we were helping and you go around the corner and there's hundreds of these refugees that they were trying to get out of the city that you just burned, burned to a crisp. Like you just burned all these like innocent, like women and children. And I saw, I was like, like, fuck, that's like, that's, that's some intense, intense shit. Um, and another, like, it's, it's hard to quantify like all the, the, the shifts, cause the story does feel a little bit rushed um but you see the degradation of of the the three like main characters because they go in you know by the book you know we're delta force we're going to do everything and then there's you know you have to make a decision to shoot some civilians or save the CIA agent and then it turns out the CIA agent um is up to no good and you know the 33rd are the good guys in this um situation they're they're hoarding water and the CIA agent wants you to go steal it but then he you know Blows the trucks up and says, "All right, good. Now everyone's gonna start uh, die of thirst. You know, Dubai's gonna burn, and it's not gonna be a problem anymore. And then all the civilians, um, start coming after you because you you burned all their water, and everyone's gonna you know die of, of thirst. And you know, you're in the middle of the desert. Um, it's it's definitely like a. I would suggest it's a play. It's on Steam. You get it for like a few bucks. It's a it's a play on on easy mode." Rush through it. The story is really, really, like really intense. I'm almost at the end. um You have a, a a choice after this. uh You know, you crash these water tankers. The CIA agent that ended up being like, "Ha, yeah, I played you, but you know, this is you know what we need to do. It's the best for the you know world." You can choose to shoot him in the head and kill him, and put him out of his misery, or you can sit there and watch him burn in, a, in like a fuel fire. And I was just, it, I was like, "All right." We're gonna we're gonna watch you. We're gonna watch you burn. So this game puts you in these really uncomfortable scenarios, and it's interesting to see how I, um, how I reacted in certain certain situations. Because I, when I ran, into, choosing
0: the sadistic option in every turn.
1: Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, that was the thing. I was like, all right, well, you know, I have to shoot this. Um, oh, and there was another one where you you had to pick and choose between these two um, residents to kill. One of them was a guy that stole water. The other guy was the soldier that went after him to arrest him that ended up killing six people. And so you have to, and like... Soldier gets it. Yeah. So, oh, I killed a soldier. Blew him cool. away. Okay.
4: Blew him okay. away. You, you but, then,
1: but then, you know, the guy, uh, the colonel that you think is losing his mind, but, you know, you end up being the bad guy in the game. Spoilers. Spoilers. Uh Yeah. Well, I'm not done yet. Not done yet, so I don't know, okay. but it feels like you're the bad guy now. Um, I killed the soldier, and he's like, All right, good job. You did the right thing. And then a sniper kills the civilian. And I was like,
0: It happens.
4: Yeah.
1: Uh, uh. I was like, Damn. And then, and the thing that, then one of my favorite gameplay, I don't want to say tropes, but themes, is stuff that messes with the player. Uh, your character starts to have like like hallucinations and PTSD um you know from you know burning hundreds and hundreds of you know innocent women and children that on the scope you just thought you know they were just heat signatures and you thought they were soldiers that were you know about to go do something bad but so you're like oh we're gonna get them but you killed a bunch of kids and it's it's dated graphics but it's still pretty horrific It's it's a hard M rated game, very hard M rated game. Carlos is not impressed, and those are are
0: fireworks. Those are not fireworks in his neighborhood. (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm actually I'm actually it sounds
2: really dope. I actually steps over corpses on his way. He steps over corpses
0: on his way to the Tuckadilla.
2: A lot lot of dead possums, definitely. (laughs) Yeah. uh, no, I'm actually. This sounds really interesting. I, and I actually skipped out on this game because I hated in that area that 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 year. It was like really weird. Every game that was coming out had the Gears of War gameplay mechanics yes. to it, so I was really turned off by that. And 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 of course, and Gears of War set the standard to that new. I guess four years of games being like that, and I skipped on any game that looked anything similar. Anything that was third person, I just fucking ignored it because i i just didn't want to deal with it but i mean you're making it sound like i kind of should have not skipped on this but i mean now i now to me i'm like a couple bucks and i you know my computer can play it like that's fucking yeah, dope. yeah i can check it out it's, it's an,
1: an older and it's it's funny because you'll go th- uh from the the cut scenes, which mm-hmm. are like locked 1080p 720p 30 frames a second or 24 frame videos and it, it looks so shitty on my monitor. And then when it goes into game, and it supports, uh, you know, uh, 1440p 4K resolutions natively. Okay. You don't have to, like, tweak anything. Cool. And then it goes in, it goes into the gameplay, and it's, like, super widescreen. And that's, you know, real jarring. And Man. there's uh, piecing the whole story together, because you go into all these dilapidated buildings um, that are these, you know, crazy rich um, uh, copulent, corpulent, corpulent, corpulent. Yeah, these big op- opulent, uh, opulent. There we go. All right, <laughs> have you have know. no
0: idea how many times I've yelled out loud at this fucking podcast <laughs> because you and that other illiterate Derek Cranavel
3: <laughs> are
0: saying some word that doesn't even exist in an attempt it's to sound to smart. Pretend to speak the English language.
1: Yeah. All right. So so Carry opulent. On. So op these big ornate opulent buildings and it's just it's like it's been a war zone for months there's um uh you know these refugees that are living in this you know big casino or this big like um aquarium
2: we get it you like killing immigrants jesus no i'm
1: the i'm 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 the immigrant i'm i it's it is a conservative person's horror game because you are the immigrant killing the natives Dude, you go. I so
0: Shane, yeah. the word corpulent <laughs> no longer applies to you because you're looking great, buddy. You've lost some weight. Mm-hmm. But corpulent is a fat. It's fat. Yeah. yeah. You're doing good, buddy.
1: <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> um, it's, um, but, but just uh, the, the whole pacing of the game. And, and I did, you know, explain some, some story beats, but it's a definite play. Um, the whole progression, it I'm, at like chapter nine and it does feel like it's a little dragging right now but the the stuff that you're um that you're piecing the story together and all the different characters that you run into and what happens to them is really um really intense and they've got i feel like they blew a lot of their budget on licensing these vietnam era like rock songs because you'll be walking through a building and you'll hear there's like this this omnipotent dj that is broadcasting and he's like harassing you the whole time and he's playing these old like vietnam era um you know licensed songs their licensed are not
0: sound alike that's cool though
1: yeah no it's the, it's a it's the real real ones and so you'll be um you know killing a bunch of people fighting in this this you know on this big sand dune in, in this place that used to be a big casino and um uh hush is playing and it's it's just a you know, really weird like juxt- juxtaposition and um they there's without getting more into it there's more stuff where they're, like they're screwing with the player and now i'm really vibing on like this last act because it hits those tropes of like the stuff that i really like like my one of my favorite things one of my favorite one of the best games I ever played was the bioshock infinite series like plus all the dlc and the stuff where you're, it's messing with the player and making you re, like you know, not trust your memories and you know, like, oh, do you remember what that happened? That was actually this. It's it's getting it's it's really on point. So you can get it, get it on Steam. Um, you know, highly rated. Um, don't need any mods to get it running at, at a, you know, a wide wide resolution. Oh, yeah. Um, play it with play it with a controller because the mouse and keyboard controls are booty wackadoo wackadoo. Oh, absolutely wackadoo so but uh yeah that's that's it what do you say we call it boys this has been a super extended special edition of the GeekScape
0: games during the school year boy no (laughs) i'm bob
1: Bob size for new writer at (laughs) geekscape.net Oh my so God.
0: Um, my brother can tell even better stories about Bob Cezanne. Oh, we gotta we gotta get we gotta <laughs> he's get Paul in here. He's a legend that I've has in 15 years of the Geekscape Network. For so, me- rid- i have yeah. never mentioned the Cezanne family. Which <laughs> 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 I texted Matt Kelly during this episode, and I said the stories I'm telling on Geekscape games are going to be some of your favorite stories on any Geekscape <laughs> podcast in the 15 years of Geekscape. Bro, get on it. I'm glad yeah. I was able to share them with you.
1: Right on. Well, as always, you can find us on Geek Geekscape.net on Twitter at Geekscape Games. Thank you.
2: We got London on the track.
1: Jonathan London for making your proper actual on-mic review and not yelling at me from a bed in a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I got to
0: tell you man, in, in all sincerity, uh I I built Geekscape for exactly this, uh to give y'all a chance to and like an outlet and a platform for y'all to to um to share your enthusiasm and your love for all of this pop culture stuff, and I cannot be prouder of like everything y'all did to get to this point And how really, there's no if, if Geekscape was just the main show, it'd be pretty much dead. So I, I love that it's turned into a community, and then the community turned into a podcast network, and we've done so many cool things. Uh, yesterday, I was filming our launch video for the upcoming blood drive in honor of Chris Ellis, who passed away last month. Uh, he was a longtime Geekscape, so we're, we're just like celebrating each other and getting through this life together like it's insane and uh geekscape games is a big part of it and you three are a big part of it so no no need to thank me you honor me with doing the show and just being a part of it hey we
1: uh we outlived revision three so i feel like that's... Yeah, I
0: think Revision Three also got bought by Discovery Networks for a whole lot more than we'll sell for if we ever sell. We were not selling, so <laughs> I don't know if we can brag about outlasting anybody. You know, because if you're going to be like that, be like I don't know what Nerdist is anymore or is not I don't know what those things are anymore. But um, yeah, it, it 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 pays or doesn't pay to be the cockroach sometimes.
1: Absolutely, they always they always survive the nuclear blast. Speaking of nuclear blasts, La Cuca man himself. Carlos Lopez.
2: <laughs> what up? That's right. Where can people find more of you? Uh, you can find me online on Twitter at Scott. I was about to say my name. I was about to say something else. Um, you can find me at Twitter, Angry Bananas. You can find me on Twitch. I stream... On the day, uh, not on the daily, but you can check out my schedule. I stream some pretty cool stuff. And I'm working on a late night show that's called Medianoche. That's gonna be hosting hopefully soon. Uh, we're gonna have a couple guests, mostly it's just be friends and people that I know in the industry. It's gonna be super cool. Get people to talk about. We're gonna have artists, people who do community stuff, uh gaming stuff. Um, we are in the works, and it's been a long passion project but i think i have a cool rolodex of people i know even somebody called london i might know of, and that's so, a t- that's on twitch baby it's it's gonna mm-hmm. be on twitch soon uh that it's gonna, gonna be on twitch.tv Anger bananas you can check it out love us there and follow us uh it is a has been a big project that i've been working on for quite some time but i think we're getting close to like our first guest I'm very happy, so cool. and then we'll be having some more people coming in soon. Um, and I like I called it medianoche because I mean, it's the easy thing anybody can say, and it stars uh, me. I can't, know? I can't, yes, you can <laughs> does, Shut does it up. actually record past my bedtime, or <laughs> it, it actually kind of does? I would say it's like 8 p.m. ish, you know, 8 oh, we're is good. Good yeah, yeah, we're so, good. I still got, I call it because it's technically is medianoche in like east side, you sure. know, like New York, east New York, state, cool. you know? yeah. yeah, so it's around that time, so. It'll be, it'll be up on my YouTube as well, but I'll keep everybody posted when we do our first episode. It's going to be cool. Can't wait. And any collabs we, we can do with Geekscape to promote it. Let's go. Oh yeah, that'd be
1: great, man. That's, Hell yeah. Yeah. We got it. We, you got to start up Vinyl Thursdays
2: again. I, I Man, I wish I had more time, bro. I haven't even told you guys. I thought I had a stroke last week, but it's okay. It was Bill's what the fuck? Yeah. It what was- the? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You were mentioning the Bell's palsy. That's yeah, insane. yeah. Uh,
2: I thought I had a stroke on Friday. Uh, actually, last week Monday, and I called my nurse, and she's like, "You need a rush to the hospital." I can't tell you what you have because it probably is a stroke, and you may be having a mini stroke. That's why you only see one eye blinking because the other one is having a hard time. But um, my left side of my face completely froze. Um, so, if you guys don't know what Bell's palsy is, it is a nerve uh, that's connected to the back of the earlobe that connects all your nerves within your face muscles and it sends and receives messages to say smile or blink. Uh, and for some reason or another, that nerve just, uh, and so it will, it, will, it will get better. Some people recover in a month, three months, sometimes a year. It really depends. Uh, I've been so far, it's been two weeks, so it was hard to drink anything, but I'm good now. It's getting better. Uh, do Couldn't not stress tell. yourself out. I would say definitely do not stress yourself out. That plays a big, 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 big part in it. Um, so basically, that, it turns you into Harvey Dent pretty much. It does, yeah. It, does, it really does. You wake up, it happens to anybody at any like age. Half your face, is everything like, is just like flip vroom. a coin, Batman. Yeah, dude. I it's crazy. I look like a phantom of the opera, but yeah, it happens to anybody <laughs> at any age. And if Insane. I would say, I would say this and I'll keep repeating it if you're feeling irpy, feeling weird. Go, go, go to your doctor. Call your doctor. Yeah. Say I want to go check it out. Is it, it a precursor to an actual stroke? Is it a warning it's sign? Not, anything? It's not. It's, it's not a warning sign. I mean, this is just. It happened. Like I said it happens to the healthiest people too, I and it Bob even happens on. to children. Bob <laughs> Sezon, <sees> <laughs> might have gotten Bob's Bell's palsy bro, chucking, he, he was freaking, Bell's palsy. checking <laughs> a freaking
4: TV off of a car.
2: <laughs> uh, but you know, go check yourself out. You know, I want I want to keep pushing healthy. You know, people should consider getting more healthy too and de-stress yourself. It's always great to de-stress at the end of the day, stretch, do all that shit that's going to help you out. Good. This was like buildup of just like stress from work. It was, it's been a crazy couple couple of weeks. So, are, you, um, are
1: you sure it wasn't a reaction to the vaccine?
2: Let's not start there, bro. <laughs> no, no. I, the, I the, took the vaccine in, in in like March, so we're good. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. okay. No, it wasn't oh, right yeah, yeah, you think yeah. you're good. Yeah. yeah. And then, maybe oh, man. the chips haven't attached to your red blood yeah. cells. Dude, yet. Maybe the, the chips are gonna mm-hmm. connect my nerves. I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, the I am legend vampire
0: stuff hasn't kicked in yet. Yeah. That a, <laughs>
1: no hey, way. remember the, the, the unvaccinated were the monsters in I Am Legend. <laughs> Right. So that's my yeah. god, dude. Yeah. What anyway, about you, Josh. Josh, where can people find more <laughs> of you?
3: Um, I'm on all social media and gaming platforms as Inu Joshua. I've been on Twitch a lot more too as Enu Joshua, but it's all kind of half-assed right now, so I wouldn't recommend following it. But um, either way, yeah. Um, and then just here at the Geekscape uh, Network. So appreciate you guys having me on again. It's always a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, boys. We'll see you guys back here in a fortnight. Uh, And maybe Derek will be back. So. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye, friends.
2: You're listening to the Geekscape Network.